0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, family I want to wish everybody uh, Hold on one second here Good evening, family This is Seth I want to Hopefully everybody's doing fine this evening Uh, I'm so glad that we're able to have another episode of Block Talk Radio Here, let me just turn this down here Y'all, sorry about the little noise in the background Anyway, how's everybody doing? On this wonderful 20th of October, 2015 I like that show. I like that uh I like that song by Ty Tribbett. And I picked that song. I know some of y'all wondering, uh, why do you keep going spiritual on your on these openings? And like I say, family, we cannot do anything without it starting off spiritual. We have to acknowledge uh all beginnings, we have to acknowledge the most high in everything we do and that's why I always go with these uh upbeat Spiritual song to just to kind of keep us uh, reminded of who we are and whose we are. So, anyways, y'all can tell I'm probably doing three or four things here in the background. I, um, that's just how these shows are. But uh, I want to just uh, thank everybody for stopping by so early. I'm a little shocked at the phone lines. i um, to be honest with you, that's what's got me tripping here. There is a lot of people on this phone. <laughs> I'm not used to that. And then in the chat room, there's. there's uh, there's a few people in the chat room as well, so thank you, family. I don't know. Uh, y'all must have got the word out. I'm a little startled by that. But anyway, thank y'all for being on the phone lines in the chat room, ready to go. And we do have an exciting show for you, I must add. Uh, we will be uh, showcasing, spotlighting the one and only Addie Douglas Booker tonight. Again, my name is Seth. I am the grandson of Azalee Douglas uh as a Booker Douglas, I guess I should say. And uh again, those of you uh that are tuning in, you have tuned in to the Ducker the, the uh the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. And uh I'm gonna go ahead and bring on my co host and not waste another second. Uh Darlene, are you there? I'm here. Okay, Hello,
2: family. All right mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, uh, Darlene, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself while I take care of a few things here that's obviously plaguing me right now. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Hello, family. My name is Darlene Douglas. I'm the daughter of Ellis Douglas and Carrie Richards Douglas and the granddaughter of Ennis Buddy Douglas and Inez Cliff Douglas. And I'm coming to you tonight from the music capital of the world, which is Austin, Texas and
1: I'm looking
2: forward tonight to uh, hear about my Aunt Addie.
1: Yes ma'am, yes ma'am. And uh, I just want to thank uh that family, Addie uh uh side of the family for contributing the photos they did. We got quite a few photos, I must I I must say um, probably more than we've had with any uh show we've done. And their slideshow come out just perfect. You know, the previous slideshow, we had a few issues. But thank you all, thank you all, thank you all for all those pictures and the quality pictures. And then, like I asked the family, as many action photos as you can, the family doing this, that, and the other, and they did just that. So thank you all, thank you all, thank you all. Tonight, 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 we have a lot going on. Hopefully we can get all this done within an hour because at 9 o'clock, we want to try to stick to 9 o'clock if possible. We have never done that, though. It always goes over a little bit, but we want to get all this in by 9. So I want to go ahead and just real quick establish, do what I call establishing the need. I try not to do nothing in life unless it's needed. So this show is birthed out of a lot of uh, concern, a lot of um you know, just a lot of family, just, just uh, darling, you can chime in here. Uh, they have really cried out for us not to just get together at funerals and that we should be more right. united. We should know each other more. We should, you know, uh, we go to these reunions and we have a good time. We exchange phone numbers, and then six months from then, six months from then we forget about each other. So, That is what birthed the need to, first of all, have uh, um, the uh, Ed and Isabel page. Darlene uh, created that. And I I know there's some other uh, uh, pages out there, by the way, so let me shout out to to, uh, a lot of other family members that have also had senior pages. I don't think this is the first page, but for whatever reason, a lot of people congregate around the Ed and Isabel page. And uh, me seeing that and having done blogs for many years, I know I can't probably tell tonight because again, y'all, y'all just don't know what what has happened prior to me doing this show. But anyway, we're here. But uh, me having done over five years of blogging, I thought to myself, why not do a family blog? Uh, and uh, and th- since I already had did it one earlier, and so that's what brings us to this blog to date. Having said that, darling, I like for you and um, to kind of. Uh, what did you think of last show, first of all, because we kind of deviated. We did some, we something what we call family. Those of y'all didn't tune in last week. We did something a little different. We did not spotlight an elder that second hour. Instead, we did an open forum where we invited Lynn uh, uh, on the Buddy Douglas side of the family, and uh, Calvin also called in from the Addie side. So we all was on the line, four people on the line just going back and forth. It was a really good, really good show, I thought. And so what, what do you think of that, uh, Darlene?
2: I really enjoyed last week's show. It was very informative. Um, Kevin did a real good job on the medical part, telling people what to look for for far as strokes. And the, we spoke. Well, kind of spotlighted, or however you want to call it, on forgiveness, which pretty much came straight from the heart.
1: Yep, yep. And I am going to uh, kind of hit that a little bit later on. You cannot forget the inspirational segment of the show today. We're going to have a little uh, surprise for y'all. So the inspirational part of the show, uh, stay tuned for that, okay? But yeah, I just wanted to just say last show was it was a little different. I know some of you tuned in to listen to uh, a spotlight on the elder, but we didn't have that. But I'm sure you was happy with what we did provide. Also, I want to just real briefly talk about the first two shows. The first two shows, uh, folks. Many of you know that our goal on this show is to first of all become less strangers, like I was talking about earlier, and then to influence each other various ways since we do since we're learning each other. And we're connecting via Facebook, email, well, to be an inspiration to each other, not just to know each other, but to inspire each other, to keep each other uplifted. Because right about now, families are going through a lot, especially with depression and, and stress, and et cetera, et cetera. So we just don't want to come together and just be playing music on a blog. We want to inspire our families. So we have been doing just that. And last but not least, networking each other, networking with each other, and again, that has happened as well. so this show already, darling, if you don't go any further, family has been successful. it has been successful, lots of connection. I'm sure everybody under the sound of my voice should' know by now who Ed and Isabel is. Well, that wasn't the case about four shows ago, okay, I'm sure everybody under the sound of my voice should know who. Or have at least heard the name Ennis Buddy Douglas is. And his son, of course, Bubble Jack, if you listen to the first show. I'm sure everybody in the son of my boy should have heard or be familiar with Dosha side of the family, okay? Especially Baby, her daughter, that represented her very well some shows back. So we're coming at you again tonight to continue to be less strangers. To inspire each other and yes, to network. Okay, now, Doc, before we switch gears and start getting into some other, some other things, I'm gonna go ahead and, and start a little music here. I like to have music in the background, but what do you think yes. of uh, yes. uh, go ahead, go ahead.
2: On a positive note, I want people to know that I got a couple of phone calls this. This week where people, last week we posted like job fairs, and I got um, family members that got job interviews, and they are now waiting to hear back from those interviews. So let's kind of keep them
1: in our prayers and keep our fingers crossed. Oh, really? You, you Are you about the job prayer that you talked about last week?
2: Right, we had job fairs in Dallas Folk Work Area, Austin.
1: Right, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. and San Antonio.
2: Right, Um, a couple of people called me and let me know they had interviews. So we're keeping our fingers crossed and keeping them in our prayers.
1: And family, just so you know, some of y'all, this is your first show. I know for a fact some of you let me know it should be your first time listening. What we do is we have a segment of the blog where we talk about, it's called Around the Family Business or political news This is where we talk about Anything business related uh, Anybody want to advertise Any type of business opportunities they have Or just anything money related Job related Or either political related So we have that segment And at that time uh, Darlene shared about a job fair She's just saying that we have, some, we have had some success And family, just so y'all know We can't talk about everything in this little hour Okay, all kind of people have been Pulling out coattails with networking type of uh, things, you know, calling us, wanting to know more about this, that, and the other, or you mentioned this, how do I do that? So there's a lot more even than, than just what she shared. Just wanted to say that. But uh, before we just switch gears and, and go to another segment of the show, because we got several segments we we like to visit tonight, but I wanted to talk about the possibilities real briefly of the show. Darling, I love your input on this. I know you have something to say on this one for sure. But uh, in the future, with regards to this blog show, in the future, with regards to this uh, show, and I put a little music on here, I would like to see some young person, some young people, because I don't want you all to think this is just about the adults, okay? I want would like to see some young people taking advantage of and uh, uh, doing some things on this show Okay uh, Later on I'll talk about uh, I won't get into it now But later on I want to talk about Offering youth Or an adult It doesn't matter Anybody really The opportunity to blog On some additional days We got Tuesday On the lockdown So we can only do one show a week uh, On Tuesday Okay But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday Monday is available For any of you with talents That want to get out And help the family in another way Maybe you want to open up a blog And it be and they talk nothing but about cooking or just rapping, music, uh, something business related Some kind of service to the family That's the only thing, it has to be some kind of way enriching the Douglas, Kennedy family and friends You are welcome to call me, my phone number is at the bottom of the show description Or darling, and let me know and we will get you on Blog Talk Radio two hours a week any day you chose, okay. That's just one of the things that this show, uh, this show can spawn, okay. Uh, um, so anyway, uh, another thing I want to uh, mention is, uh, let me see. Here, I just want to. Well, we'll talk about that later. We kind of, we'll just talk about that later. That's pretty much it. So listen, um, tonight, tonight, a lot is lined up for tonight. Uh, Again, we're going to be spotlighting Addie Douglas uh, And and her daughter, youngest daughter Mickey is going to be in the house Around 9 o'clock And going to be talking about her mom So uh, y'all might not want to miss that Okay, that's at 9 o'clock But before that, we're going to hear from our doctor That we have adopted Dr. Stiff is going to be talking about uh, And she knows she's all over the net Giving a lot of advice on how to take care of your bodies, We'll be hearing from her um, We'll be hearing a little bit about identity theft I keep wanting to play this clip And we never can get around to it Y'all cannot miss this clip I don't care how much you know about identity theft You cannot miss this particular clip Okay And then we're going to also um, Be some other things I'm kinda, I'm going to kind of surprise I don't want to tell you everything So just stay tuned And we'll visit that in a little bit Also coming your way tonight We're talking about what's happening tonight Uh, We'll be talking about some birthdays We got a lot of birthdays And uh, Anybody you know of Whose birthday is in the month of October You can call in the phone line And let us know if we missed something Also any anniversaries out there Feel free family to call in And let us know We won't know unless you let us know Okay? We are trying our best to get the family to uh, And many of you have stepped up to the plate And sent us stuff I understand that But this is a big family This is a huge family in all kinds of states—Missouri, California, Texas. Uh, like I said, we even have people in Israel and in Japan, and I know in Europe. Uh, so, uh, family, we are everywhere, and we're doing a lot of things. I know some of you are thinking, "Well, why should I call the show and name something that's going on in my, in Hayti, Missouri, when you guys up there in Fort Worth?" Well, the reason why you should do this is because other people in your city is listening to this show, and just like Darlene said, they may be able to take advantage of a job opportunity. Uh, Darlene, did you have anything? Because I'm kind of going a little fast here. Anything? Darlene? I'm here. I'm here I said, if you have anything, just chime in, but listen, I also wanted to just uh, mention that on this particular uh, show tonight, we're going to play a clip by Darlene, and she's going to go down the ancestry line of Ed and Isabel, now, I don't know if y'all listened to the first show and you heard it, but it was very, very good, and and a few people responded to it, Darlene is going to, well, it's going to be an audio clip we'll play later, and then our Darlene, since she's in the house, is going to go ahead and let you know how she found a lot, a lot of that information out. So you want to have your pens, notepads to take notes from where she got her information. It's very, very informative. Um, that's coming up a little later on. Again, she's going to be talking about from Ancestry all the way back to the 1800s, okay? Again, we're talking about what's coming your way tonight, tonight. And um, Well, that's just a few things, family. So listen, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring on uh, the doctor because I I, want to play a a clip by her. And then we're going to, after this health uh, information, we'll go ahead and listen to the identity theft, and then I'll play another clip, and we'll be right back, okay? So check this out. We'll be right back.
3: A viewer wants to know, my doctor told me that African Americans are at higher risk for certain medical conditions. What does she mean? Well, many years of research have shown that there are a variety of health, what we call health disparities when you compare t- diverse communities to the majority population, and the same is seen for African American community. African Americans have the highest rate of hypertension than any other group in the world. Forty percent of African Americans over the age of 20 have high blood pressure. As for cancer, the rate of cancer and, and has uh, decreased over the years and we've seen lots of improvement in the African American community, but even today, the rates of um, death due to cancer in the African American population is higher than in the non-Hispanic white population. As for diabetes, the rates of diabetes are twice that for non-Hispanic whites. So why has this um, been seen in the literature, why does this occur? Well, there are a multitude of complex factors ranging from health access, insurance status, education, income, environment, and a little bit due to genetics. But even when you um, control for insurance status and education, health disparities are seen. So what can one do about uh, health disparities? Well, it's best to know your own personal risk. When you meet with your doctor, make sure you discuss your risk factors. Make sure you know your family history, what's the history of diseases, and develop a family tree um, that lists the various um, uh, cancers or heart disease or types of illnesses that may have occurred in your family. And there are various modifiable risks, we call them, that you can be control of. For example, having a healthy weight. Eating healthy and exercising at the appropriate levels may lead to a decrease in prediabetes and diabetes. As for cancer, make sure you discuss with your doctor what types of cancer screenings you should get. When should you begin your mammography screening? Whether you should be screened for prostate cancer? And when you turn 50, make sure you discuss with your doctor um, when you should have your colorectal cancer screening. So there are really uh, a variety of different risk factors that you have control over, and and discussing these with your health provider uh, are some very important first steps that you can take. Uh, to really increase your health.
4: Hi, my name is Allison Rhodes, and I'm going to share some tips for how to protect you and your family against identity theft. Last year alone, more than 12 million identity fraud victims were reported in the U.S. It's a serious problem, but there are some easy ways to protect you and your family. First, password protect the logon for all your devices, from laptops to smartphones to tablets. Second, for online accounts, use strong passwords with a mix of uppercase, lowercase, numerals, and punctuation. And don't use the same password everywhere you go. Use one of the many digital password-keeping applications available. Third, consider using software with a personal firewall and anti-phishing features to reinforce your network connections and protect sensitive information. Sites like Facebook and Twitter encourage users to share personal information, and these places are popular targets for cyber criminals. Beware of imposter accounts, unusual messages, and friend requests from people you don't know. If your family spends time interacting online, consider adopting antivirus software with social media security to give you protection from the threats that come with social media. Social media scanning software will notify you when malicious links are detected on your profile or the profile of one of your friends. It also shows you what Facebook apps have access to your personal information. In addition to installing security software, set ground rules for how much time your kids are allowed to spend online and which social media services they can use. Teach them to value their privacy and protect information like email addresses, home addresses, and phone numbers. Cybercriminals use a lot of methods to steal your personal files or plant malicious code. Phishing is a crime that involves baiting victims in order to steal money or transmit malware. You or your kids could be tricked into clicking a malicious link or sharing sensitive information, but don't take the bait. Be wary of cryptic websites and unexpected personal messages fairly easy to disguise links, so be careful of abbreviated URLs as they can hide the true destination. To see where a link will take you, teach your family to hover the mouse cursor over the link without clicking. The true destination URL will display in the lower left corner of your browser. Also, you should strongly consider using internet security software to enhance anti-phishing protection for you and your family. Your identities are just too valuable to lose online. This is Allison Rhodes. Stay
1: safe. Okay, family, that was Allison Rose with a tip. I told you it would be good. Um, and we have more clips like that that we can discuss that will come your way. Again, we're here to just inform you in every which way we can uh, as a family. Uh, yeah. Darlene, you had some points. She was talking to me. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay.
2: I, I want to point out that if you are a victim, an ID theft, make sure you get a police report and fill out a form. It's form 14039. That's 14039. And that way, when you file your income taxes or if someone takes on your name, your ID, you'll be protected. It's... uh. Like I say, it's a form, and you just fill it out with your name, address, social security number, years, the time and that it was affected, along with the police report. And another thing I've been getting is, like, phone calls from, like, a person with a heavy accent telling you that you owe money to the IRS, and that's something to be Looking out for right there that should
1: and I guess darling, on that it, <laughs> they can say you owe money as long as they don't want you to pay right there that's that'd be the catch i wouldn't I would probably believe them if they said that to me because I actually do owe, but I'm just saying the catch the, the 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 most important thing about that call is when they try to get you to pay. With a credit card well, that, I, that's, I where the scheme, the that's where you're in trouble at.
2: <laughs> I received a phone call And the guy was It, it looked legit The phone number Was out of Washington D.C. And he said He worked in this certain department Well I work in that department And And On the end he did tell me I said is this a scheme He said
1: yes so,
2: you know, he knew that I knew that it wasn't true.
1: Yeah, he legally he protected himself when he said that. But hey, listen, real quick, uh, there is a such thing as SPOOF, S-P-O-O-F, where you can go and pay just a little bit of money, and you you can call in. This just, just is FYI, family, since Darlene brought this up. You can type in whatever you want the caller ID to say. Ain't this crazy? You can put in whatever number you want it to say. So you can put in a Washington, D.C. area code. You can put in police department, and you will fool a lot of people that way. It's called SPOOF, S-P-O-F. I'm sure it's still around. But anyway, folks, I got one another clip I want to play real quick while we're waiting. This phone line is low hit. Let me look here, folks. i got to be very careful. All right, we cool. We cool. I'm telling you, if for some reason y'all cannot, Get on the phone lines because we have a limit of fifty. We haven't gotten close to. Well, we gotten pretty close, but um, keep in mind you can listen over your computer by clicking on the link that's on the Ed bell page. So anyway, I uh, just want to share real quick. We're gonna have. I want to play this little clip right quick about police. What to do when you stop by police? And uh, darling, I will be right back. Y'all gotta check this out, especially you young people. Check this out.
5: If police flag you down, pull over immediately, turn off your car, and place your hands on the wheel. The police like to see your hands for their own safety, so wait until they request your paperwork before reaching for it. At night, it's also a good idea to turn on the interior light so that the officer can see you're not armed. Darren, do you see any ways you could have handled yourself better?
6: Good evening, officer. How's it going? Did you know you were swerving between lanes? No, officer. Let me see your license and registration. Sure. My license? Here's my registration. Now, Darren, we've had some problems with gangs moving guns down this highway. You're not packing any Tech Nines, are you? No, sir. I didn't think so. So you don't mind if I take a look, do you? Officer, I know you're just doing your job. I don't have any guns or whatever, but I don't consent to searches. Perfect. Rule number three.
5: You have the right to refuse searches. This comes directly from the Fourth Amendment. For your Fourth Amendment protection to legally apply, you must be prepared to clearly state your refusal under pressure. Everyone repeat after me. I don't consent to searches. I don't consent to searches. The officers can't hear you, so say it again. I don't
6: consent to searches. One more time. I don't consent to searches. You a law student or something? So if I show that I know the rules, he might think I'm a law student. Or maybe I got big legal connections.
5: Perhaps. But don't get carried away by saying stuff like... I know my rights, (laughs) m****! Get out of my face, I'm going
7: to sue
5: you. Never tell the officer you know you're rights. Show the officer you know your rights by asserting them calmly.
6: You seem nervous. Is there anything in this car I need to know about? No, officer. All right, please step out of the vehicle.
5: Police may legally order you out of your vehicle, so you should comply.
6: Walk back here with me. Stand right here for me. Now, you got two choices. You can make this better or worse for yourself. Now, if you cooperate, it's gonna make things a lot easier on you.
5: Beware oh, that the police oh, may Dan. legally lie to you, so never let false threats or promises trick you into waiving your rights.
6: Now, if you don't, I'm gonna call up a K-9 unit and those dogs are gonna rip apart your car and they're gonna find what you're hiding. So what's it going to be?
5: Refusing a search request is not evidence of guilt and doesn't give the officer the legal right to search or detain you. Don't get tricked. Unless you're detained or arrested, you may terminate the encounter at any time, but don't wait for the officer to dismiss you. Simply ask if you're free
1: to go.
6: Darren, those dogs are going to rip apart your car, and they're going to find what you're hiding. Like I said, what's it going to be? Officer, are you detaining me or am I free to go?
5: Good. This line can help withdraw you from an encounter. Saying you want to leave establishes that the encounter is not voluntary, which could help you later if you end up in court. Let's practice that line. Everyone repeat after me. Are you detaining me or am I free to go? Are you detaining me or am I free to go? One more time. Are you detaining me?
6: All right. You want to play it like that? You want to bump it up to the next level? Fine. You stay right here. Don't go anywhere. Asserting your rights won't make the police love you, but
5: it might make them extra cautious about violating your rights.
6: Darren, this is a citation for excessive lane changing. Take care of that as soon as possible. Thank you, officer.
1: y'all think of that darling what did you think of that i learned something on that
7: one
1: i i didn't
2: know it
1: was bad.
2: that was good information
1: yeah you just can't be too cocky with it you just gotta speak it and, and i like how he kept saying officer officer because sometimes it's nothing more than an ego pissing contest so to speak y'all and uh, a lot of these officers, they got a chip on their shoulder. But when you say officer, it's showing respect, you know, let them know you know you're right. I just love that video. So remember, family, when you listen to this, uh, some of you, are, most of us are live now. But later on, when you listen to this clip, you can not rewind as many times and get all that information down. Um, also, you can get back with me if you want to uh, know who that was. That was a, uh, a trial lawyer. It's very good. Anyway... Got a lot coming at your field. Go ahead. Is he located around Dallas Fort Worth? No, he's not. He's not Dallas Fort Worth. I forget where he's at, but he's definitely not in Texas. That was the thing I was looking for. But his information is still good. That's another thing. It's a good question because some laws for uh, people in California is not good. But those are just general rights that he was quoting. Good question, though. Uh, Listen, family. We want to go ahead and uh, do, do a segment of what we... Well, well, before we do that, before we do that, we, just, we need to talk about this Ed and Isabel page. Darlene was, is the creator of this page, the Ed and Isabel page. And, uh, Darlene, I want you to uh, just kind of talk about the page because we want to get more family members on it. We already have almost... Uh, We're over 150, approaching 175. And I know for a fact there's probably about 500 family members out there. I counted kind of a hard count, and uh, just I don't know everybody, but there should be a lot of young people in the family. And I know just by our numbers here in Texas, just our local family here, there's quite a few, and I can only multiply by that by four or five, and, and, and I'm, I know we're well over 500 people on Facebook. So that's our goal, 500. And uh, so we want to talk a little bit about the Ed page real quick, and we're going to move on to some other things. But go ahead, uh, Darlene, and let us know um, – Anything you've learned from having this page? Have it inspired us? Have it? Are we networking on it or what?
2: We are. I created this page just to get to know the family because you know we're getting to know each other more and more each day. Whether it be the first cousin, second, third, or fourth, we're all family, and as a whole, we could be much stronger. You know, I look at the page now, and I see a lot of people that's being projected. I see, um, of course, I don't have anything on Ain't Annie Mae, which is Avara. There's a lot of In His Buddy Douglas, a lot of Ain't Addie, which is projected tonight. Was spotlighted tonight. I'm working on Albert Uncle Sonny Boy. And Uncle Dugan is coming on very strong. I believe he's going to be spotlighted next Tuesday. And Aunt Azalee is coming on strong. Also, there's uh, quite a bit of pictures out there on her her and her family. Ain't Dosha was very good. Baby Dosha um, came on very strong with her. So as a whole, I... We're uh, becoming a very strong family. And like Seth was saying, we're trying to get more people involved with this. I guess when I created it, I really didn't think that it would take off like this, but I'm very happy on that part.
1: Okay. Okay. And I just want to remind everybody, I got to do a little, the little host thing here. Those of you in the chat room, uh, if you're just a guest, if, if well, if you haven't signed in as a member of Blog Talk Radio, which is free, all you gotta do is create an account, real quick, and it'll give you this little name. And when you come to the chat room, you can type in stuff where the family can read it. Otherwise, you'll just go to the chat room and it'll just say guest. It'll give you. A, a, a numeric name, and that's all you can do is just look at what everybody else is talking about. So if you want to come in the chat room, you must, must, must have a ID by Blog Talk Radio. Those of you on the phone lines, some of you are new, and you have no clue what is going on. So I have to, talk, I have to say this. Uh, the rest of you just be a little patient. If you're on the phone lines and you have a question or a com- comment for Darlene or I, simply press 1. After you have commented, remember to press 1 again, because when you press 1, a little indicator, it's like a hand goes up. And I say, oh, somebody has their hand up, and I open up your phone line. If you keep your hand up, though, I'll be thinking for the rest of the show, oh, they want to comment, they want to comment. And and you just need to press your hand, put your hand down, okay? So, again, if you are wanting to comment, press 1, and we'll see you. If you are done commenting, press 1 again, all right? Uh, we ask that if you do come on the phone lines, you kind of limit your calls to about three minutes unless we just keep asking you questions, then, obviously, you can stay on as long as you like. All right, folks, now it's time for the segment of the show we call Around the Family Common News, Around the Family Common News, and this is where we talk about all types of things that's going on in the family. Now, some of you have been shy, whatever, haven't called us in and let us know all the things you're doing, and, again, I know you're in different states, and you might feel like it's not related to another state, but there are people in your state that's listening to the show. So, family, please, if you want to text us now, maybe we might be able to see it. Y'all know my number for sure. And darling, number is on the show's description. If you want to text us something, that's wonderful. What would be better if you're on the phone line and you just simply want to raise your hand quickly and ask uh, and let us know what's going on, that would be wonderful as well. Anything, folks, that's going on anniversaries, um, just any type of uh, church activities, uh, seminars, or even if you some, something as simple as a shout-out, you just want to just let everybody know, hey, I'm checking out the show, y'all doing a good job, blah, 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 blah. That's not a problem, not a problem. Raise your hand. And uh, and by the, by the way, when you do raise your hand, when you do press one, give, be patient because we have to do uh, a few things, and sometimes we may not see you right away. All right. Again, this is round the family common news and darling. I think we got some birthdays and if nobody else says anything, we're gonna go ahead and play a clip by Darlene, this ancestry lineage thing you got to here where she goes back to the eighteen hundreds and it's not that long of a clip, it's only like four or five minutes, but she goes back, back, back and bring it all the way up to the current. So stay tuned for that. But darling, you wanna go ahead and let everybody know what birthdays we have out there for the month of October, please? Okay.
2: October birthdays. Gwen Malone Burt, October the 3rd. Krista Barbara Allen, the 6th of October. Kiki Frazier, the 6th of October. Carl Wayne Douglas, the 7th of October. Elisha Sneed, 8th of October. Ellis Douglas Jr., 6th of October. Joss-Marie griffin Tanza 17th, Phyllis Bale, 19th, Dennis Kennedy, 19th, Daryl Hazel, 19th, Cheryl, not Cheryl, Sharon Barlow, the 20th, Darlene Douglas, the 21st, Chris Booker, the twenty-fourth, Sandra Douglas, the twenty-sixth, Jada Viving, the twenty-sixth, Corey Booker, the fifteen, Angelita Plato, the fourteen, Cameron Cooper, six, Catice Jenkins, the twelfth, Terrence Sims, the sixteenth, Rosetta Spain, the twenty fourth, to one, Hill, the seventh, and Josiah Turner the third, thirtieth. Oh, okay, and, and that's, that's good. What I
1: had
2: was October.
1: Okay, that's good. That's good. So, like, like she just did that, folks. It could be. It could have been anything else going on in your city, in your family. Just let us know. Let us know. All right, we got a lot coming your way and I wanna go ahead and before I I promise somebody I would do this. So let me uh do one little thing. I want y'all to hear from this one gentleman and see an elder of ours. I figured he we should just drop what we're doing and uh, uh do this. So give me one second here. Um, darling, you had a chance to go down uh, and visit some uh, family to this weekend, right? Correct?
2: I did. We had an October birthday party
1: over the weekend. Um,
2: myself, my brother Ellis Jr., a.k.a. brother, and my uncle Carl Wayne Douglas was there, and I had a little niece there named Zakiya. So we just and had an of- October birthday <laughs>
1: And speaking of Carway, we said we would play this. So everybody check this out real quick, and we'll be right back.
5: My name is Carl Douglas, the youngest son of Inez and Buddy Douglas. And back in the day, they used to call me Soul Train when Soul Train was on TV, and I thought that I was more than they would. But right now, I'm a heck of a lot of this, And y'all have a nice day. Bye-bye.
1: You had fun (laughs) doing that clip, didn't you? I
2: did I did, he put his heart in it
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just had to do that Because, you know, being elders I know they don't do It's hard to get them to talk as it is So, anyway, folks, listen I want to play this clip by Darlene again She goes back all the way to the 18th You want to tell me a little bit about your clip, uh, Darlene And then we'll just bring on the clip What did she say now? You want to tell them a little bit about this clip, I'm about the play where you went back to the 1800s, and then after the clip, I guess you can talk about how you got the information. Just well, let's just start off by this. Uh, uh, why don't we go ahead and do it? Uh, let them know some of the sites that you, how you was able to make this clip that goes all the way back, studying our family.
2: Okay. Um, I'm a member of Ancestry. Com, which it's good but working with ancestry.com along with family search I'm able to switch in between each one to populate the other one but I have a new site and it's called unknown no longer and it's a database out of Virginia that has a lot of um Slave records It goes back to the year 1619 Again that database Is called Unknown no longer And um, In the state of Georgia uh, They have this big room Like in the courthouse Or down in the dungeon Or whatever like that And it has slave records And it's just thrown in there There's no way you can go in there and find what you need. It, it needs someone to go in and organize it, but it's just sitting there, and nobody has a nobody wants to go in and organize it. They're all everybody's waiting on grant money to do it. There's also wow. uh,
1: excuse me. No, I was just saying, wow.
2: Right, um, the one and. I think it was Mississippi, got grant money. No, Virginia, they got grant money. So that's why this site came to be unknown no longer, because it's out of Virginia.
1: Hmm. Okay. Right. So everybody, check out this clip, and you'll see the kind of information she gleaned from that research. And we'll be right back.
2: Hello, family. To those who do not know me, my name is Darlene Douglas. I am the second daughter, Ellicine and Carrie Richard Douglas. I am also the granddaughter, Ennis Buddy, and Ines Cliff Douglas, Douglas and Alec Jordan I'd like to tell you a little bit about our family history. I also welcome any new ballot information. very little bit of help. must remember that records that are kept on black slaves are not concrete. We were counted as property with the livestock, so that being said, we will entertain information that the family has to offer. Here we go. We start out around 1823 in Huntington Carrot, Tennessee with the birth of Susan Douglas, who most likely was a slave. She would be my third great-grandmother. There is no husband name at this time. Susan had a son, Alex, Alexander Douglas, born around 1844 in Huntington, Carroll County, Tennessee. He died in Burleson County, Texas. At this point, I'd like to point out that it was not the law to keep death or birth records until after 1903. Uh, Alex would be my second great-grandfather. Alex's wife was Susan Meeshaw. She was born around 1870 in Burleson County, Texas. I have no death date. Alex and Civy had more children, but at this time we're only gonna concentrate on Ed Douglas. Ed Douglas, my great grandfather's son of Alex Douglas and Mish and Tibia was born around eighteen seventy in Burleson County, Texas. His death date 45 in Fulford, Parrott County, Texas. Isabel Kennedy Douglas, my great grandmother, wife of Douglas.
1: Okay, folks, and there you have it. I told you it was short and sweet. Short and sweet, daughter. You did a really good job on that.
8: Thank you. Thank you. It's
2: it's all out there on the census. If you take a look, like at like maybe 1900 census. Um, it's every ten years, so 1900 and 1920, you can come up with the same information.
1: That's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, family, we want to go ahead and go into uh, what I call the inspirational segment of the show where we try to play things that, uh, just like Darlene was just knowing, something to inspire you, something to uh, uplift you. And I want to do something a little different tonight. We're going to play something actually by a family member. I always play all these foreigners, and it's good to play something, although the foreigners do very well. <laughs> but uh, I like to talk by the family, and this one is by uh, Mickey's daughter, Uh, So uh, she's probably shocked that I'm even saying this Actually, I did talk with her, so she knows this is coming her way But check this out, this is good motivational stuff for anybody for all time It's a little older clip, but the truth is relevant of all time All right, check this out
9: Hi, this is the end of 2013 What an exciting and amazing year this has been for me, and I know for you as well. Some have, have, have achieved greatness this year, and there have been some that have experienced challenging times this year. Others have lost loved ones, jobs, you know, other things in life that you have uh, wasn't expecting to encounter, but, but you made it. You made it to the end of 2013. Isn't that amazing? And now you're about to embark upon an amazing year, 2014. Another opportunity, another year to achieve greatness. To set your goals high and to dream the impossible. To dream things that you didn't even think you could achieve, which can be done. You can achieve anything you set your mind to because you are greatness. You have the power within you to believe something and to know that it's, it can happen and to see it manifested. Because within you lies greatness. There is nothing in this world, on this earth, that you cannot achieve. Because you alone have the power within you to make anything happen. Because your words alone are powerful. You can speak it and it's so. You can say something and it comes to life. You just have to believe that because you are greatness. I remember Les Brown mentioning in some of his speaking, in, in his saying, I love Les Brown. I mean, I, I love to listen to motivational speaking. And he was saying we could change our lives. We can do, have, and be exactly what we wish if we just believe that. Tony Robbins is another great motivational speaker that I admire so much. And Tony, you know, he encourages us to believe in the power, the giant that lies within us. There is a a sleeping giant in you that's waiting to be awakened. And And once it is awakened, the things in life that it can achieve, the things that you can achieve once that giant is awakened. Because it's not a little bitty person within you. There is an amazing, powerful giant within you that can make things in life happen for you and come to pass. You have to believe that. No matter what your past or what your past journey has been, no matter what you have encountered experienced, or experienced, the hurts, the pain, the letdown, the failure, you still have an amazing power within you to achieve greatness. You have to believe that. Yes, well, a lot of us have experienced things in our lives that have, that have caused us to believe that maybe some things are not possible. Or they've caused us to believe that, you know, we can't have great things in life. That we're not supposed to be happy. We're not supposed to have, you know, nice and, 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 and a big house, a nice car to travel and see the world. And those things in life, sure, you've experienced those things. But you don't allow those things to dictate to you your destiny, your outcome in life. You determine that, not your past, not your experience, and not other people. You alone determine your destiny. You are in control of where you want to go. And see your life as a car. You're driving that car. And only you can control the direction and turn that car goes in. So you have your hand on your steering wheel of life. And whichever direction you want to turn that steering wheel, You're the only one that have that control. So you need to make up your mind right now that you're getting ready to drive your car, your life, into your future, into 2014. Which road are you going to travel down? Which road are you going to travel? Which turn are you going to make? I challenge you today to make that decision.
1: And there you have it. I thought that was pretty pointed, uh, darling. What do you think of that point? I mean, that uh, speech.
2: I loved it. I really loved it. She pretty much said to believe in yourself, that you have a giant within yourself, and that you have this amazing power within yourself, and all things are possible. I thought it was great. And then she brought in the rope kind of like less travel by or most travel by. It was great. I really liked it.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of the scripture that talks about you have an unction from the Holy One and need not that any man should teach you. A lot of people use that scripture and say, oh, we don't have to go to church. We don't have to do anything. But, of course, you need the pastors, prophets, teachers, and all of those because we don't always listen to that unction. I thought that was really, really, really nice Alright folks, I want to do a couple more things Then we're going to bring on our guests And I mean a couple of quick, quick, quick things And we'll bring on the one and only Mickey talking about Addie Douglas Booker tonight, okay um, uh, This is a clip that uh, I've been wanting to play for a while And I just Haven't had the opportunity to shoot. This is a uh, uh, the one and only Dr. Julian Hare. Y'all know Julian Hare. You should know her. She's uh, her and her husband both are psychologists. Very professional. Very known all over the country. And they are fighting for the cause of minorities, like there is no tomorrow. They're very outspoken on the school system. And I want y'all to check out this little clip she say. And uh, but before we do that, I want ch- I want y'all to listen to. Uh, now we'll just do Dr. Hare. How about that? And we'll be right back. This is Dr. Julian Hare. I wanna I would love to know what y'all think about this particular clip by her, all right? Uh, she was speaking at State of the Black Union, uh, Kevin Smiley, and she made this comment. Check this out. It's really short.
0: The reason why we're so pleased to have the covenant, and this is the best part of our action plan, is to reclaim the minds of our children. They went into the black homes now, the powers that be, and told us that you cannot discipline your children anymore, and if you discipline your children, you will go to jail. It's this kind of thing they told us. Then they went into the public schools and took discipline out of there. So when we acted up in there, they put our boys, our black men, into something called special ed classes, And as you know, those special ed classes are nothing but holding cells until they can go to the state prison. But this is what they did. And then, the one thing that they knew that if we can put them in prison, if we can have them convicted for a felony, then once they get out of prison, they cannot get a job because of that. They cannot get the job. And then if they happen to eke out and find a job, then they have to pay taxes on a job, yet they cannot vote, and I call that I call that taxation without representation. That's what we're looking at. And if one of the things that we would learn to do, they did a grand thing when they took that discipline away from us, because when they made our parents afraid to discipline the children, then what happened? We found out that the teachers were afraid of the principals, the principals were scared of the superintendents, superintendents were scared of the school board, school board was scared of the parents, parents were scared of the children, and the children ain't scared of nobody.
1: Okay, we'll play it in the background <laughs> What you think of that clip, darling?
2: <laughs> I really liked it Yeah, it
1: she is me. Go ahead
2: No, it just took me back to um, um, You know, when she said two rows it, it, There's a poem, two rows divided And I chose the one, let's travel by No, it was great, it was great
1: yeah, well, I'm talking about the Julian Hare, the last one.
7: Oh, oh about
10: yeah, About the school yeah, yeah. system.
1: you familiar with that, what she talking about? I mean, I, it's kind of a, I, you know, not everybody knows that about the school system. Let me say that.
2: Right, right. I've heard her speak. I may have heard that one before, you know, and, and she's talking directly to us as a black people.
1: Yeah. Right. They are they are they are bulldogs in the school system. Bulldogs in the school system. Well, uh folks, uh I without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and bring on our uh uh guest, um, the one and only Nikki and uh let me just get my little um, she had mentioned to me that uh, actually let's do this. Nikki had mentioned to me that her mom, one of her favorite Songs, is there's a leak in this old building You ever heard that song, Darlene? I sure have I sure have Yeah, she said that was one of her uh, uh, Mother's favorite songs So I want to do this I want to go ahead and play that song And then we'll bring on Mickey Without further ado, okay? So everybody check this out This is one of uh, Mickey's mom's um, favorite songs Check this out
11: When I look up toward heaven, it reminds me what the word of the Lord says. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That lets me know when I get out of here, I got somewhere else to go. Years ago, my mommy and my dad sung an old song. It went like this, it says, dazzling in this old building.
1: Emma Mickey Booker on the line. I believe I, that. I see her number there. And area uh, code 501-247. Go ahead. Is this Mickey on the line?
12: Yes, it is.
1: Okay, folks, there you have it. The one and only Emma Mickey Booker. She'll be talking about her mom, Addie Douglas Booker, for the duration of this show. All right. How you doing? First of I'm all, I'm doing fine. How are you fine
12: Everyone online line doing. I am blessed. I'm truly blessed, and I'm glad that mm-hmm. I enjoyed the program tonight, and I enjoyed everything that was said and was presented tonight. It was wonderful, and everyone well, thank- talked with integrity, and that's very wonderful. And I enjoyed the last lady well- talking about the school system. We are having <laughs> a lot of problems these days. I'm telling you, it's time somebody brought that out. You know our people just yeah. sit back; they don't they don't make a stand no more. They're not they're not, they're not persistent about the things about children today. About stepping in and you know and stepping up to the plate and seeing that things be done right. By this lady speaking about that a few minutes ago, and everything I've heard tonight has been wonderful, and everybody did something yeah. good on the show. I just thank God for bringing the family together. I thank well, God for thank bringing the family together. For, uh,
1: I thank you for those words, and uh, if you only knew, I've had a lot of trouble. You know, you go to do one thing, and this don't work. I have two computers and had all kind of trouble, and that's what kind of threw me off there at the beginning of the show. But anyway, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I want to thank you yeah. for accepting to do this, and we are looking forward to learning about your mom. Now, family, keep in mind, Though again, those of you in the chat room, you have to, uh, if you want to chat, you go ahead and sign in as uh, with your um, uh, as a member, and you can do that. Those you on the phone line. If you have any questions if, uh, during this whole interview, press 1 on your phone. I'm going to continue to look up and down this long list of phone numbers for hands <laughs> that are raised. Before I go any further, is there anybody with a question or comment before we start the interview? Let me say that real quick. So quickly raise your hand. Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, and uh, we're going to get busy here, all right? So I don't see anybody with their hand raised. All right. So uh, uh, you like to be called Mickey, first and foremost, right? Well, this okay, hold dating. on, hold on, hold on. Somebody get moving a little slow, but they got their hand up. Let me do this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and open up their line. I think they have their hand up. Erico, 248-514, if you're not trying to talk with uh, Mickey, simply press one right now, otherwise I'm gonna open up your line in about five seconds. Okay, they didn't press so I guess they wanna say hi or something. Uh error code two four eight five one four. Go ahead with your question or your comment.
13: Hey, what's up cuz this is Calvin. Just wanna kinda of help support my aunt.
1: Hey Calvin, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Hey, Hey, oh, it's good to be here. <laughs> hey, auntie, it's good to hear your voice.
12: Hey, that's nephew, you doing all right? I was to, to that song a while ago. I thought about mama loved that song, but Joseph mama used to sing it, honey, and she would tap to church. Okay,
7: <laughs>
13: and now, now you're gonna awesome you, you you're gonna go ahead and answer that question for Seth about how you get the name Mickey.
12: Oh, my nephew, my uh, oldest sister, babe, they Freeman. She gave me that name when I was a little girl. Oh.
7: And they me
12: Mickey because I was always getting in trouble. Really? me because I was a little. I was real tiny when I was born. I I weighed seven pounds and and uh and I was the seventh child of the family and my birthday was in seven
1: months. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So we got a little history there.
12: Yeah, I'm the baby of the family of the whole family. Yeah. But uh, my oh, okay. mom, she's a wonderful woman. I love my mom. My mom was a, uh, she loved the fish. And she loved the can, you know, during the fall of the year, you know, and she loved the fish. And we've had so much fun with my mom. And and uh, she would, uh, my sister and Paul would be out every morning. We'd get up go to school. They had to get into it. I don't know why I got into it every morning. So mom would be up get ready to whoop him, but she'd be so tickled. At them how they were acting. She would start laughing. She couldn't whoop them. every morning they would get up and do that. And I remember my mom just started out laughing at them. And uh, she she always kept us smiling, kept us laughing. And we had a lot of fun in the home, me and Paul and Dale and Mom. We had a lot of fun around there doing things. And, you know, and just think back as children, we didn't have much, but we had a lot of fun. We was happy. We was happy, and we loved one another. And I remember you know, Calvin and all of us grew up together, you know, playing. We had, a, we would play ball in the streets, out there in the backyard. We just was happy children. You know, we didn't have much of the children we have today, but we appreciated what we had. And we enjoyed our, we, we respected our parents. And, and we would come together as a family. We didn't get, if we got to argue, hey, we would sell the next few minutes. We went on playing. And we respect our parents, because we know we're going to get a whooping if we didn't. And back then, the That's neighbors and everybody whooped. Everybody in the neighborhood whooping, but we a just have a hard time.
1: Around. A lot of young, a lot of young people have a hard time believing that when when we say that. I say that often. You know, you might get two or three whippings until you get home. A lot of our youth just don't believe that. Oh yes,
12: you did. Because if somebody else saw you doing something, honey, you got a whooping, and then when Mom and them came on, you got another one. So everybody whooped yeah. everybody, everybody was parents to everybody. He parents to.
10: Neighbors
1: was parents to everybody, to everybody's children, and they looked after everybody's children. Well, let me just say this for those that uh, saw saw a few numbers that just popped on. I don't know where they've been, but just a few. Most of y'all, this line is full. I don't think we've ever – we will set a record with the phones, no joke. So if y'all – hopefully everybody knows they can't get it on the phone lines to go to the computer and click on the link and listen from your computer. And anybody that's on the phone lines that can do that, you're sitting in the house with a phone and you right there by a computer with speakers, if you could free up a that phone line, that'd be wonderful. But I don't think we're going to be getting in trouble. I don't think we know where near our limit. But it's getting up there, and I'm glad to see that. But listen, folks, we're listening to, first of all, you're tuning into the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. All right, today, today we are Spotlighting the one and only Addie Douglas Booker, which is everybody should know this—the daughter of Ed and Isabel Kennedy Douglas. All right, Addie, and I'm sure y'all can tell me tell us more about this. I would like for you, uh, if you don't mind, Nikki, uh, to talk a little bit about your brothers and sisters, uh, the the late Dorothy Spann. I'm sure Calvin will uh, uh, talk about his mom and. Addie Dale, if she's on the line, I would love to hear from her. Paul, um, and if you can mention of, of, just enlighten us a little bit about those in the past. We just want to know a little yeah. about your siblings, if you don't mind.
12: Now, my oldest sister, Eunice Harges, where she was a Leones Freeman. We called her Babe. She was the oldest child, and she left home early uh, <laughs> when they was when we lived in Texas. Babe left and married Jack Harges. She went. They went off to. In the,
1: well, I want to interrupt here before I play part two and just uh kind of um just say a few things Either way, hopefully uh family you are enjoying this older um uh, but uh very much informative and entertaining show uh of an uh, old rerun here of Mickey talking about the one and only um Addie um booker douglas um just just clicking right along here hopefully y'all enjoying it I, i'm actually sitting here with uh, several things of course i was not even do a show tonight but uh i've been able to listen to parts of this uh old rerun and really been blessed by it. so hopefully family y'all family y'all are being blessed by this rerun of um mickey but i just want to say a few more a few things and then we're going to clip two clip number two okay it's coming your way in in seconds here um family next week, next week we're gonna have a special show for our youth, you know our youth are going through a lot, and again, this is seth from the uh the, the host of the show just just chiming in here before we play part two um just wanted to remind everybody next week is is gonna be a public show this is not a family show, this will be a public show all right, and we're gonna be uh it'll be myself uh, my wife Arlene, and a and a mystery guest we'll just say mystery guest. All right, so y'all got to tune in to see who that's going to be, and uh, we'll be talking about a lot of different issues facing our young people. Now, you know, this is a group talking about the young adults in this family. This is a group that is going through their own difficult times as well. So, I just want to encourage family and friends of the Douglas Kennedy um, family to uh, to definitely uh, check in and listen. What's going to be? Um, happening next week. Now, I wrote down a few things to y'all, burrows, and I'm trying to read this. But just some of the issues we'll be tack- tackling next week. Again, our youth is going through a lot, and we thought we would do this special show. So Arlene and I put together this show, and uh, again, we're going to have a guest on, a guest maybe one more than one. We'll, we don't know yet. For sure, we have one person. And uh, hopefully you all enjoyed part one that was on last Tuesday. So next Tuesday, again, next Tuesday, we're going to be coming back at you for a special for our youth on the 28th of March. We'll be talking about issues like materialism. As a lot of our youth trapped, deceived, confused, and just in this world of materialism, they really think it's all about just building, building, and stacking, stacking, stacking paper, when, uh, as you and I, hopefully you should know, uh, family and friends, that it is far, far uh, more different than that. The Father, we are spirits having a relationship in this body, and all of our needs our primary needs, I should say, are for spiritual. But we're going to be talking about materialism. Also, negative views of God. We have a lot of family members that are really have a bad attitude towards God. I'm just being honest. They really do. God, his people, um, people that's are supposed to represent him. And I know a lot of us uh, don't always represent him well. And so this every this is reflecting a lot of our um, family a lot of people have issues with the father. This can also be for adults as well, so don't think this is just young adults. Some of this, uh, you know, pain uh, don't have a, an age to it. Uh, deception don't have an age to it. Ignorance don't have an age to it. Oppression don't have an age to it. Also, we'll be talking about a lack of economic opportunities among our youth. Also, lack of drive, discouragement. A lot of young people and a lot of old people just lacking drive and just hoping, just fire okay uh also talking about the post obama era this new president a lot of young people really don't trust him and uh, they just feel i happen to know this um i won't get into that but trust me a lot of our young people is not um Obama was kind of like their father. A lot of them grew up on Obama, and all of a sudden this new guy, and he's been accused of being a racist, and, and they're very saddened by that. They just don't talk about it, but they really are. And and they're, 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 they, some of them are full of anxiety, not like the older people, but a lot of them are very negative towards politics and our leader of this United States. Okay, also social media addiction, social media addiction, homosexuality, and lesbianism, uh, violence, violence everywhere, folks, uh, all all major city, Waffle House fights, all kind of stuff our young people is involved in. And some of the violence is not always involving in a, in someone dying. It's just a lot of violence. So this is, is just a few things we'll be talking about next week, okay? This is just a few things we'll be talking about next week. Also, in future shows, if y'all want to remain anonymous, I keep forgetting to tell the families, and then we're going to go to clip number two uh, with Mickey talking about Addie Booker-Douglas. Uh, excuse me, Addie, Addie Douglas Booker, her mom. Before we go to clip number two, just want to say that any family members that do not want to be want their numbers to appear on the show that want to be remaining they want to remain anonymous, just simply dial star six or seven before that nine one four two zero five 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 nine zero. And when you call the show, I will not be able to see them. We have. Already a few people that like to be, and that's not a problem, it just comes with blogs, a lot of people, that's for whatever reason, all kind of reasons why people want to remain anonymous, and we will respect your rights to be anonymous and not even see your phone number. Okay, guess what, here comes clip number two, hopefully y'all are enjoying this old rerun as much as I am, here comes Mickey. If I can get it queued up here, here we go. Can you mentioned uh, just enlighten us a little bit about those that have passed. We just want to know a little yeah. about your siblings, if you don't mind.
12: Now, my oldest sister, Leunice Harges, where well, she was a Leunice Freeman. We called her Babe. She was the oldest child, and she left home early uh, when they was living in Texas. Babe left and married Jack Hardis. She went. They went off to. And he went off into the military. He's in the military for almost thirty years. And they both went over in Germany together. So she stayed over there most of her life, so she came back to the state. And then there was my brother Chester. His name was Chester Freeman, my oldest brother. And uh, we all just stayed together in Haiti there. You know, so my father my father was Sam Booker. Called him William Booker. He got killed down there in St. Louisville when we were small. I was about eight or nine years old. And uh, after my father got killed and And then my mother moved there in Hayti Missouri. and then my sister Kevin and mom they she moved up there and built her house and she built a house down the street from us but af after, after my father got killed, I had a sister named Rita. I don't know if anybody too many knew her iritatha Taylor but she was a free month, i and uh she lived up here in hayti with us too, and uh, her and her family got burned up in fifty one uh, got a house called a fire, and they got all our cheered got burned up back in fifty one. I was still
1: spell young name, then. Spell her name for me. Spell her name with you Arita.
12: A R E A T H A. Aretha. Okay. And, and then about no choice about her then there was Dorothy. Uh you know, she was Aretha was uh young and Dorothy 'cause there was Fabe, Chester, Dorothy and Aretha. And so Dorothy stayed down the street from us, you know, and and uh cabin her mom and we was all raised up together down there 'cause she. Booked all of us, you know, and took care of all of us. And we, you know, we got in trouble, we go up there and play, and we get in trouble, but we got a whooping. But she, you know, she took care of us and raised us, and, you know, helped mama, all of us around there, and helped each other. But Babe, when she came back to the state, her, and her husband moved to Newport, New Virginia, and that's where they lived there. And Chester, he, he married Louise Otis at the time, and they lived over in the, north, over the South Heights, like, over there down the street from us. And uh, then he finally, left and moved up north, and uh, he met uh, Louise Separated, got a divorce, and then he he moved up to New York, well, just New York, he met uh, Beatrice Brady. That's, they stayed together until he passed back in 2006. And then that was my – uh and then Dorothy, she was the oldest one that last, you know, passed three years ago, and then left me and Paul and added their uh, – and, and, and then we was the three always stayed close together. We stayed there with mom. And our daddy was William Booker. And he he but well trusted all of them was around most of the my daddy after we moved after he moved from Texas up to Arkansas and then to Missouri. Uh my daddy was around. they was around most of the around my daddy down there in still Missouri, till we moved to Haiti. And then all of us stayed in Haiti Missouri till everybody left and went to the different places. So we had a dead home in fifty in fifty two and then left home and went to uh, Lansing, Michigan. And uh went to college up there with stayed with my uh, my ba- my daddy's brother, Doc Ellis, up in Lansing, Michigan, when she went to college. And then Paul, he went into the milit- military in fifty two. He went to the air force, him and about six friends of his went into the military. So he stayed in there until he come home. And when he came home in uh fifty I think fifty five, he married a school teacher, Carolyn. And they were together, you know, They and they stayed there for a while. And then they moved to Kansas City up there. Well, all my nieces and nephews, they left. I think I grown. and moved to Kansas City. France and Betty and all of them moved up there. And Calvin, he was in Detroit. He was in Michigan. Then he, he finally moved to Atlanta and then But all of us stayed around that area and grew up there together. All my sisters and brothers, there was Babe, DeYuna, and there was Chester, Dorothy, and Aretha. And then me they Paul and me, the baby. And we got mother, mama raised, raised us all, you know, after daddy got she but we was there with mama. And she took care of everybody. And we, you know, picked and chopped cotton, cotton and took care of ourselves. And we picked and chopped cotton and made them money to build us a home there in Haytown, a nice home. And Dwight mm-hmm. built our house down the street from us and and we had lived. We had a beautiful neighborhood, and, and everything we, we had, a, we had, we had everything we wanted. We had everything we thought we needed. You know, people said we were poor, but we was did than even know it, because we had everything we needed. So we raised everything ourselves, and we never went hungry. We never went ragling, and we kept a clean house. You know, and I just, you know, I think about my sister. She had fourteen children, thirteen children, and that, and that four-bedroom house. And, and i mean, a three-bedroom house, and everybody was comfortable. Everybody was taken care of, and we were down there in a two-bedroom house. And, we I mean, we just took care of And everybody in the neighborhood helped one another. I mean, my mama used to make me go down there. She said, well, when some of the neighbors, elder people got sick, and their husband and family was in the field picking cotton, she said, go down there and fix dinner for them, have they supper done when they get home. And that's what, they, that's what the elder people were about. And they had the daughters that go to these houses. And take care of the elder people when they were sick. And if they and have us a fixed dinner for them, when they when come home, they come home and they had to worry about no food. Because we went around, our parents t- taught us that to go help our neighbors. That's good
7: stuff.
10: And take care of That's the elder
12: people. And that was That's so wonderful. We were happy. We were so happy playing up and down the them dirt road. And they sat in the yard. We were so happy. And we had to worry about the children getting kidnapped And nothing. We, I mean, we could so, the moon would be so bright at night, you could see everything. We'd play, out in the, play at nighttime out there in the yard. I mean, and, and, and it was nice and pleasant. And just, we just had a, we was blessed, and, and we was truly blessed, and didn't even know it. And we were rich in Jesus, because we had everything a every first person can ever need.
1: Now, you know, I'm learning that God. as I, uh, uh, um, uh, Mickey, I'm learning that as, as when I would travel, I haven't, haven't been anywhere lately, but I've been to quite a few places, and I've learned that this whole thing about poverty is relative. You know, like it you is. say, you, you don't know it unless somebody tells you. Then you still have to believe it then. But I can attest to that because... Uh, Anyway, what I was wanting to do is I, I couldn't have but think about Kevin line Kevin as she was sharing that any any experiences jumped out at you. And Darling, don't forget to chime in any time you like. Okay. Oh yeah,
13: absolutely. Um Yeah, mostly what she said was, was, was spot on. I mean in 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 terms of, you know, how we was raised because we was all raised up together. It, it uh, Darlene, you mentioned something about I think uh, uh, a couple of weeks or so ago about the uh, the Mount Zion community mm-hmm. in, in in Texas. Right. So our little our little area was just like a community as well because everybody wow. like took care of one another. Everybody kind of raised everybody's kids. We everybody knew everybody's kids. And since we was a large family, you know, everybody knew the spans because there's a lot of them.
10: Mm-hmm. And they said, since
13: since it's a lot of them, don't piss nobody off because you got to deal with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, all right. it was great. I mean, I I I wouldn't change it if I had to do it all over again. I would do it that way.
12: I wouldn't need to care. I wouldn't change my my childhood and coming up for nothing. I would not. But I look at
10: no. these
12: children today. I say, Oh my God! I wish God. I wish we could help these children. Most of the time, all along, you see the children crawling out in the street. And the children out in the street. Where is their parents at? Babies right. all down the road with diapers on. Where is your parent? I mean, they don't take it. The, they don't Let,
1: do let me, help let, me let me, Nikki, Let me ask you about that because I just was talking to somebody not too long ago about that very thing you're talking about, and this is what they told me. They said, "Well, you got to let these kids have some freedom, Now, You can't just have them smothered up in the house all the time." And, uh, I mean, I heard, I heard a lot of that, that our people, we our parents, the house, back in the we day. Was,
12: we were all outdoors. We were never smothering the house. All the time we went out, we got to take our bed and go to bed. We was always outside. But, see, you have to be out there watching your children. These days, the parents are up in the house watching TV or whatever they're doing in there. It ain't my business. But they need to be watching their children. And They they know what yeah. the time, they know what time it is these days, Okay. They know how t- ideas are ideas to date. They know the devil is busy. People are t- doing all kind of things. They know that. So you got to take the initiative step. Say, Well, if my child goes outside, I'm going to sit out there and watch her. How you going to sit up in the house and your little baby crawling up? A, 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 a woman told me the other night she's on her way home. The baby had crawled up on the freeway. How little baby and the dad were going to crawl up through the freeway? The, you know, she had to she almost stop it. She had to get the baby, get out the car. She had to put on brakes and get out the car and get the baby, take the baby. Try to find out where the house was. Where the baby come from, and she took the baby
1: mm-hmm. to the house now, the walking out. That that don't make no sense let, to me. I, I just, this is. Well, let me let me ask you this, and I, I I do see that a lot. I mean, I like I say when I I mean I see it so much I actually comment on it the other day, and that that's what was told me that you can't just keep these kids cooped up. You got to let them go. And, and if you call them every five minutes, because I, I would tell them how my, my mother would, she would just scream my name out. And if she said, if I can't hear your name, you're too far. So they thought uh-huh. that was a little bit controlling. They, they thought that was a little bit controlling. Again, this new age parenting. And of course, they would think that a lot of us was abused because we got whipped with belts and switches and our, some of us
7: uh-huh. extension uh-huh. cords.
1: And they... um. Uh, so it's very interesting talking to you of a completely different era, completely different era. Before I ask any of my questions, because i got a whole slew, I want to make sure, Darlene, uh, uh, do you have anything to uh, ask uh, uh, Mickey?
2: Hi, Mickey, how are you? Hi, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Can you spell good. your oldest sister's name? Layuna, L-A-Y-U-N-A L-A-Y-U-N-A
12: U-N-A. Layuna, Arges, L-A-R-G-E-S, Arges Well, she was a Freeman before she married, you know, Jack, Arges Okay,
2: okay um, I just, I remember meeting you and the rest of the family in May of 2007
10: Uh-huh
2: I was given the opportunity to attend the Book of Freeman Family Reunion in Little Rock.
12: Yes.
2: So my sister and I drove up there and not knowing anybody. And when we got there, uh, it was quite a few people sitting in the hotel lobby.
10: Mm -hmm. And I told
2: my sister, I said, you think they are cousins? And she was like, well, I don't know. Let's see. So I walked over and I asked them if they were with the Book of Freeman's Family Reunion. You know, they they all turned and they had smiles and everything, but they looked like, well, who are you? And for some odd reason, you appeared just as they asked me that. And as I was explaining to you that I was Buddy Douglas' granddaughter, all you said was, "Oh yeah, she our cousin," and and <laughs> and it's almost like it was like everything changed. I was it's like we have been family ever since. Yeah, and I God. see, I was the only one that came down there when I was
12: thirteen, and I met everybody. See. Papa Joe and uh, Uncle Buddy and them were standing, this is, this is a house, like I said, to a devil to me. This house, no trees around him and his wife, our man, and they little girl, they little, the baby girl was there. And Jack, Jack all them was uh, uptown up there, Well, they lived up there. They would come down, they came down to see us when I was at Uncle Buddy's house. And I camped and spent time with, I came out at the car, we had a time with yeah, there y'all in the country. But ain't no shit, I, I wow. in the country. And then I went and stayed time with everybody. Yeah, I went not mama let me stay with everybody. I stayed with Ain't virus ain't night one night 'cause everybody said she was so mean I said, she's not mean. And I, I got to see everybody then. And I could boy I stayed at his house the whole week around all him and his crazy boys. And uh, <laughs> I was sitting back in the house they just got the cause they, I could tell I fighting and killing folks and I said, Oh, I'm ready to go now And uh Uncle boy, and 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 and, 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 and my was sending me with Uncle Boy to go to the wrestling. And I guess she wanted me to tell what Uncle Boy did. I didn't know that until I got back to the house. And uh, Uncle Butter, Uncle Sunday Boy, got me all kind of popcorn cans and stuff. And it wasn't my bed, what he was doing. So guys, you know, right. I got back in the house, I went and they got in the bed. And she said, Sunday Boy? I said, whoa, whoa. And she said, Mickey, who, who, who we doing with y'all? I said, Ain't
8: nobody going to let
12: me know, Uncle Sunday Boy went to the rafting. Oh, I wasn't about to tell that woman nothing. I said, Oh, no. I ain't getting it. <laughs> Mama always told me I'd stay out of folk
10: business,
12: <laughs> and I come back home. But that—she, but she could tickle me. She had the longest, tree prettiest house. She sat on that porch and make them biscuits up out there on that porch. And bring our tape like that. I can't "Make biscuits," and tell so us, "Go put these biscuits in this in this oven." I said, "Lord Jesus," and I said, "I learned so much, from Mama, when I was dying. I saw so many things, and I—I I got to know my people then." And it was so hard that your child, phone in the highway was melting. And I ain't coming back down here no more. <laughs> <laughs> and I never come back down to Texas no
7: more until this.
1: Hey, let, <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> uh, Mickey, let me chime in. Let me chime in. I want to ask Kevin a question because I know that I don't want to forget this. But, Kevin, um, your yes, mom. Dorothy Span, before you, because mm-hmm. I don't know how long you got, M- Mickey got for the whole hour, and I don't know if you was going to,
7: you know, oh, get on I'll out of here later. Or just, go, or just enjoy
1: yourself. No, 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 no. We got you for the whole hour, but I just wanted to ask Kevin this question before I didn't know how much time he got. But anything you want to share about your mom or some memories, anything you remember, that uh, positive, upbeat that you can think of, with your mom that was uh you do not want us to leave without knowing this about Dorothy Spann. what comes to mind when I say that
13: well um i mean i whew, where do I start
7: um,
13: <laughs> you know years I I, I, think, I I think my mom she she was she was also very 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 comical and 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 a lot of fun. And I guess that now we call we call our grandmother big mama. So
5: yeah, call
12: mama
13: uh, big mama. My big mama, she was she was also comical. She was she would always laugh and and, and it, I mean, great sense of humor. Mama did not play. Yeah. <laughs> and she always wanted me to hang out with her. This is my big mama. She I for some reason she always wanted me to hang out with her. Take me places and uh and big mama you know she she had she had some player in her too <laughs> she, she she had some player in her she she had a couple okay. of boyfriends, and she used to take me on her route with her you know, when she, you know she, I'm going like wait a minute, Big mom with you wait a minute you got two She just bust out and start laughing she come out, yeah, boy, what's wrong with that but my mom, you know, she was she was also very comical too, and and uh, she she used to share with me that, and I, I think I might have mentioned it to you guys that she uh, used to babysit uh, uh, Robbie, and right, yeah. she said that when they would go out to the fields in the morning, they would you know they would have the, the horse and buggies, and uh, they would take the horse and buggers out to the field, and when they get out there and they take the mules out and let the mules uh, graze in the grass, and then they take the baby out and put the baby in a wooden box. And she had to watch the baby and make sure no ants would get on the baby. And uh, so she said that they didn't have bottles back then, but they used to make uh, what she used to call a, uh, they used to get this little stick. And put
12: sugar in the ball, and put some sugar
13: in a rag, and butter Put it up. sugar, put sugar in a rag, and butter, and tied up, and let the baby <laughs> suck on that to keep him from crying. What? So, yeah. wow I remember that. See, and, and and they, and I think other folks got that idea and ran with it. That's how they came up with bottles, because they got a lot of these ideas from those folks back in those days. And then there was the, the wooden box, the wooden boxes they used to keep the babies in.
7: Oh,
13: they got the ideas and made baby beds, baby cribs out of it. So, a lot of yeah, our folks, our family folks, came up with a lot of these ideas back in the day, but and people have made millions oh, yeah. on them.
1: A lot of inventions, right, right. Yeah, so, and then they so were not in the they were not in the position to patent them, but yeah, you're right. A lot of the practical inventions. Many say was created by either slaves or those right after the slaves, the free, free yeah, the right, right Absolutely, after
13: the absolutely. Uh, just
7: wanna,
1: just, just the wanted, phone just phone wanted phone
13: to just say real. I double talking.
1: Go it on, baby. Uh, I was just saying those on the phone lines. Anybody want to ask a question to Calvin or Mickey, uh, Darlene or myself? Press one now. I'm looking through the phone lines. I'll see your hand. Otherwise, I might not see you later. There's a lot of people on the phone now, so I'm having to scroll up and down. So, any questions or comments for Mickey or uh, any of us, just let us know, okay? Press one, and we'll see your hand and we'll bring you on. Okay, I, have I don't see one. Any hand, so go ahead.
2: I have one. Kevin. Uh, yes. Tell me about how your mom used to beat up on my dad.
13: Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she used to tell me that all the time. about. She said, she said, I used to beat Ellis up time. I said, you did? I said, well, he was a boy. She told me, shoot, that didn't matter. I would beat the boys up and the girls.
5: <laughs>
13: and my big mama, you know, we used to take them fishing all the time. And uh, they would be uh, saying, you know, the next fish she catches is going to be mine, and that fish is going to be mine. And... So when she pulled the fish up, they get to arguing about, oh, it's my fish. No, you said oh, the other fish is going to be your fish. No, you said and they start hitting on each other. They start fighting and she said oftentimes, they, and then they would roll down the bank and my big mama one day, she had to drop a pole and catch them because they were rolling down, fighting, rolling down the hill, oh, going Lord. to the lake. She had to drop a pole and catch them from Falling in the lake. Because she said if they went in the lake, they probably would have drowned. Cause they couldn't swim, I think.
1: Yeah. That sounds yeah, like some of us. She
13: used, to, she used to beat up on Ellis a lot.
1: And, yeah, uh
13: definitely.
2: She had told definitely. me that um, they used to fight over um, their great-grandmother, Isabella, because they were too young to realize that she was both their grandmother. He would
13: say, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that was his grandmother. Then she would say, it's my grandma. So they yep. they couldn't understand that at that time.
13: They used to fight. She said they used to fight all the time. She used to fight all the time. Oh,
2: that's that, that continued on in the family.
12: These children, yes, I remember the children just fight Calvin and Santa. That's my big mama. That's my big mama. As y'all get away and sit down. And Dorothy, oh yeah, was we like we, we
13: used to fight too.
12: To <laughs> I'm gonna get that switch and whoop y'all behind. And Darby, we were young. We go like we would go out to the say, Mama make me go with Dale and Paul when they went out somewhere. And we and I had
13: to and I had to, 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 I had to go babysit. And I had to go babysit your kids.
12: No, not then. <laughs> I have no children then.
13: No, when you and had we, them. Oh <laughs>
12: yeah. Did you have babysit? babysit? Oh, that was boo. You were too little to go babysitting
13: well, in the bathroom. Hey, if my mama babysitted when she was seven or eight years old, hey <laughs> I guess she handed it down to me.
12: Yeah. And I know we'd be cut from the cafe at nighttime, you know, trying to get home before, and, and Dorothy would take a white sheet and go out there. Your ditch was deep in front of your house. You know the ditch was deep in front of our house then. But they kept them ditches clean out. Mr mister, Mr mister, uh, uh, them dead and all them down, they kept them ditches clean. And Dorothy would get up sheet and down here and hide in the ditch by she know we was coming on. And she would jump out there and scare us. And we would run off, and the, boy, the other boyfriend would run off and leave her. And they and he had to run <laughs> Had to run home. And one night, me and Paul, we knew how. I mean, you remember Mr. Washington and Ms. Washington, don't you?
7: Mm-hmm. We yep.
12: and, and we knew how Mr. Washington was about one. So me and the Warren called ourselves Coden, and she walking on there with Dale and Rose leading that boyfriend, she's walking on there with this boy. So me and Paul go to the house, I put on one of Mama's dress and a pillow on. And Paul put on some old overall. We're gonna go back out and roll looking like Mr. Washington Mr.
7: Washington. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul
12: get over like Mr. Washington coming down the road like Mr. White and I'm walking on that side and Warren, what you do with that boy? Boy, that boy walking around from left one and she left running with it. And we were, going to whoop y'all butt, I'm going to whoop y'all tail. So y'all got that from your crazy auntie up there. She always scared somebody. And one night, Dorothy went out there to scare us, and Lonnie went out behind her. And Lonnie said, I'm going to break her up from this. So when she went out there with the sheet to cover the house, the scales and hiding out there. And, and so Lonnie got her sheet went around behind her. She didn't know that. And when she got her to jump, Lonnie grabbed her. Oh boy, she cussed. <laughs> oh,
7: she her, scared scared her. up oh, boy she cut for a while. I thought, oh, that pick
12: you up and mom' I'm trying to pick you up and them cheering girl coming home in night now I'm another thing the...
13: another another thing self about about my mom is that when uh, you know back then you know they they had minimum education. I remember her telling me that okay. uh, she had like a, a sixth grade education because you, you had to work, you had to make ends meet and, and, and right. put food on the table and, and, and take care of folks and babysit. And only the jobs that was out there was just, you know, uh, going and cleaning somebody's house and stuff like that. So when she said when she right. went to school and, and and the teacher, first thing the teacher you know I tried to discipline her and and, and, and tell her about set out, and she got she got mad, and uh, she said she got a brick and hit teaching the head with.
7: <laughs> what?
13: <laughs> and they expelled her and sent her home. Like you don't need to be here. But my mother was very high on education, man. See, she she always pushed us to get our education. And she, later on, she kind of basically educated. She self-taught us though, And she became a uh, kindergarten, first-grade teacher for, like, twenty oh, some really? years. Oh, yeah. Really? So she was yeah, very high. Yeah, I couldn't live
1: back in those days. I, I just applaud a lot of our people because I couldn't live. I couldn't live. But did they, somebody once told me, yeah, you could. You were no better than we were. You could have lived. You would have just adapted, and you would know that there's certain things you can and can't do, or it could cost you your life. And you would have made it just like we made it. Well, you know, yeah, a lot of times we're happy, that,
12: that, we were happy. and we enjoy. I mean, we, we, we respect our parents and we honor our parents, and we enjoy that. So we know uh, we, you know, if we do what we're supposed to do, then we be. They would do what they, they would help us, and then they, we honor them and respected them. And we had to worry about nobody hurting us, you know, and scared to go anywhere, you know, like that. And on the Saturday evening, on the weekend, we would go uptown, 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 anytime we'd packed with people from out in the country and everywhere. And we would go uptown, and we'd work on the Saturday. Whatever we made on the Saturday, we could take it, you know, and use it to go uptown, go to the movies or whatever, you know. And that was fun to us because we used to go out there and pull cotton with ice on the ground just to have money, you know, for the weekend. So money we made, you know, mom bought us clothes to feed us and take care of us, you know. And, and, and it didn't take that mercy to take care of because, as I say, we raised everything. Everything was healthy. We was healthy. And and they and they used old remedies. The only time we went to the doctor, the women went to the doctor to have babies. I used to have a cold. We had a cold. Mom and doctor, they used the old women to dock on us.
7: And
12: that's that's they used right. They had these, they had they and stuff, and, and they made up, you know, different stuff to get the cold work the cold out of us and we was healthy. And you know, and we didn't take all this medicine we take it. you know people take it now and I don't we not tell you when the doctor live women have babies you had a cold. We had a bad cold and you had to go. But other than that they docked on us. And and they made all kind of tea. You know, candy tea and mint. mama made men I didn't mint out in the yard, they made mint tea. And they made all
13: kind of hog hoop tea. You remember hog hoop tea, cap? Is it cow hoop tea and all that stuff? Well, I remember drinking a lot of stuff. It didn't taste good. <laughs> you know it. Didn't taste well, you good. know, it
1: didn't taste good at all. you know what? I'm just sitting up listening to y'all, and I can't help but to think of this. You know, because you know family is listening to y'all, and we're in every we're in a lot of states all over the world, really. And uh, and uh, shout out to those that's gonna be listening after today. That's where we get most of the numbers. People listening after today. Um, what I can't help but to think about, though, is I hate to say it, but it looks like y'all, y'all culture, y'all community, that particular time, things look really bad. Cause we have more money. We have more street, we have high technology. We can learn something in three seconds. We can Google any question that comes to our mind. We have money. They say black people, our wealth now is well over a trillion. We're the seventh richest nation in the world if we just Mm -hmm. patronize each other. And it's just amazing. None of that stuff you just said do I really see. There's always an exception to the rule. Of course, I can see people raising children. Involved in their community, mentoring Da 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 But I can't say that as a community Collectively, I see any of that well, Now you're Not
12: now. It today, not today And see in Haskins school They had home economics, they taught Girls how to sew How to make their own clothes, how to sew They had a shop, workshop The guys, they learned how to build things They used to make shelves, you remember that cow they used to make shelves and all yep. kind of stuff To take home and, and put on the wall and they taught them because the boys how to, how the young boy, the young men, the young boys in school how to build stuff. And then Mister Vincent and all of them taught them how to workshop. And the girl we had a, a home economic building where we were in, and we learned how to sew, we learned how to cook. They don't have any of that anymore. And we had a beautiful band, and, and, and you know we have the we have a homecoming, we have marching band, and beautiful uniform. You know the girls had a beautiful march uniform, rents and things. And and and, all, and we don't have any. They don't have that anymore. That was so beautiful back then. We get out there. We got there and be able to build a float at the school. Have the float so beautiful. And the major red have a beautiful uh, uh, maroon and white uh, uniform on and caps and white boots and tops. And the band be marching. And we prepare for all that. You know the homecoming during the Christmas holiday. We have a Christmas uh, a parade. Wouldn't it count? Everything be so beautiful. And just, we just
13: got them work together Even in the school, you know, in system. Well, well, I think getting back to getting back to your point, Seth, about how today's society—the millionaires, the billionaires—they got all this money, and see, they didn't—they didn't—they didn't come up. They didn't come up like like we did, you know. Most of the millionaires that most of the millionaires that came up in our era, they they know how to they know how to give back. They know how to give back. They know how to create uh, jobs for uh, other folks. They know how to serve. They they more structurally sound because of how we was raised, uh, family oriented. Uh, yeah, a lot of love, a lot of love kept us together. A lot of love and joy and happiness kept us strong and kept us together. And when you're together like that. It's a lot of power in numbers. Most of your millionaires, your billionaires now, they're more self-centered, uh, they're selfless. And uh, everything. More is not enough.
7: No
12: we didn't know about no races and purchases back then. We didn't know about that. We had grocery stores. A man would bring the go to your house. You can go up there and get anything in gardener. I mean, I mean, everything we needed, we had it. They had a counter store. And people didn't, people didn't act like that back there. They didn't act crazy. And this occurred to them. We didn't know about no racist stuff. Until these these ladies, huh. mm, we didn't know anything about
1: that. Now, could it be you didn't know anything about it and was and going through it and just didn't know how a lot of kids are? Oh, or was it right?
12: They didn't treat in- us like that. They didn't, they didn't treat us like that. We could go to any of them stores up there and get anything. You work around that together. We don't work cutting the yard, but we didn't they didn't treat us like that They didn't treat us. uh you had to go in there You know we didn't have that many places to go to but it, it wasn't like that you go in them stores, and get what you want To money get an account credit get in those place around there. Wow get We have we had everything we needed and we could if I go to the store I know mean, when I was when, when We were pregnant you thought this said. You said a note there to Mr. Gardner, uh 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 either Mr. Curtis or Mr. Johnny and Mr. Janice Swarm and 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 the Brown, you said I know then they give you just what five call go up there, your daughter, your child take over, take a note, they get everything you need, put that in a box it, and bring it down to your house in the truck. Other uh, children go up
1: there wow. and get it. Well, let me just say you know? this. Uh I I, I am uh, like I knew I would. I would be getting the earful. I appreciate y'all. Just sharing your lives with the family tonight, and I'll just do this little host thing. Uh, just remember, everybody, those of you, uh, if you just logged on or whatever, you don't know what's going on. He's listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family Fan Network. I'm interviewing Mickey uh, Booker, Emma Mickey Booker, and Calvin also is on the line, Calvin Spann, uh, son of Dorothy Spann. All right? So um, having said that, folks, let's do this. Let me just take a quick little break. And I'm gonna play a song that Mickey said, another song that her mom liked. I think it's called May the Work Speak for Me, something like that. Uh, uh, May the Work that I do speak for me. Was, Did I get it right, Mickey? Yes. Did I get it? Yes. So I wanna play that song, and uh, we'll be right back, folks. Okay. Again, this is uh one of uh Nikki's mom's favorite uh songs. And uh, I just want to say to y'all, I appreciate y'all coming on the line. And and, and real quick before, I'm glad I thought to say this. Young people that's listening and get tired of hearing old people say things was better in the past. i got to say this because I don't want people to think that, you know, y'all just no hope for y'all. You can't be like our previous uh, generation. You know, we got to keep hope out there. So I just want to say this to them. Uh, this generation has modern technology They don't have to wait like we had to wait uh, Just If we was having a conversation with kids And we said, well, what's the capital of Texas? And nobody knew, none of the parents knew Which we know that, but I'm just saying if we had oh, question, no. Do y'all know we had to wait to the next day to go to the library To look it up oh. if school wasn't open? Do y'all know that? Any questions we had about anything, we had uh, somebody's line is open. I hear uh, some noise in, in the background here. But, uh, could I
12: say one thing? Uh, could I say one thing? Go ahead. Also if we was raised, it made us better women than men today. We wouldn't, we, we, who we are today and know how to appreciate things today. As we grew up in, in our families, in fact, we wouldn't know how to do that if we hadn't had good parents and been trained, raised like we were back then. We are strong people. We are a strong family. My children tell me, "Mama, you are a strong woman. I've seen you go through things, and you are always overcome." But me and Calvin, up where we came from, we made us strong, and now we can stand up for our young generation. Mama and them going on, but we can, but we put in us, Calvin. I can help the younger people now come up, come, up, you know, be strong like we were, and that helped us. They right. might look at it and say, "That's bad," but honey, it helped us to be the men and women we are today, and I thank God. Let me for ask
1: it. you something. Let me ask you something, Mickey, because I run into this all the time when I get to talking about how we had this and how we had that. I have a young, a lot of young people that say, well, y'all act like we just cursing, and we ain't doing nothing good. What would you say to them?
12: Now, they're not cursing, doing anything good. But what I want to say to them, the way you going, you don't have to go that way. You don't have to steal and kill to get what you want. And because you disrespect your parents, that's going to make it harder for you. Because God said in His word, do not respect your parents, because you, you have to pay for that, and because you're doing things, you Re- think you mean, you're doing something hard you respect life. your
1: parents, right? They right. need to respect, respect their, their parents. parents,
12: and obey right. their right. parents, and, and 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 don't let somebody else tell them how to treat their parents. Because so this, you know, this, they brought you in the world. They could, they could have, they could have aborted you. They could have did anything, but they brought you here because they love you. And parents. Stop trying to be like your children. Stop trying to run with your children. Be the parent that God created you to be. And and look
1: like after your that.
2: children. Teach them. Yeah. I like quick that. One. I like that. I got a couple of quick well, I go got ahead. two emails. Okay, well, Texas. What what, what uh,
1: do do me a favor, darling. let me just take a little break here and then when I come back you can you ask those questions when we come back after the break, please? Okay. Let's just do this. Let's take a quick break, folks. I got just time to drink. I'm just talking. I'm nearly choking here, but let me just take a short little break, and we'll be right back with darling questions. I I love what you just said, Mickey. Don't don't try to run with your friends. Be their be their friends, but be their parents. Anyway, we'll be right back, folks. You listen to the Douglas County Family Friend Network, and we'll be right back shortly. <laughs>
7: i uh-huh.
1: Hey folks, there you have it. There you have it, and uh, I just don't think that uh, that song pretty much says it. Can everybody say that song? I don't know. I don't know if everybody can.
5: I don't know if everybody
1: can say that.
12: Amen. Thank you, Lord. Mm. That's why I've <laughs> got to be careful how we live our life in these days here. Got to treat everybody right and do what is right, no matter what people do to you. you got to do what God says.
1: Let me say this real quick, and I have to interject here. Folks, I just got a message from Blog Talk Radio. They sent us this little audible in my ear of the, whoever the host is, and it says, everybody in the chat room, you have 90 seconds to call the phone line. So anywhere, it, anyways, what we're saying is if you are in the chat room and you want uh, to listen, you want to continue on the show because everybody on the chat room, they are going to be disconnected at 10 o'clock. We pretty much is contracted up to 10 and Blog Talk always give you about an hour over. And I have to say this every week so y'all get used to it. They give us an hour over, okay? I did these shows, over 250 shows, and 99% of the time they give you an hour over. Every once in a blue moon. If the service get busy, they'll cut you off. So if this show cuts off for some reason, we didn't do nothing wrong. It's just that we was over and we was on grace period and they cut you off. But like I say, I haven't been cut off for probably two or three times in 5 years. So, we're going to go ahead with the show. Um we have again guests, uh the one and only uh Mickey Booker, Emma Mickey Booker, and Calvin Span is on the line as well. Y'all uh go ahead Mickey, I think you were saying something when I had to make that little interruption there. Oh,
12: no, no. Darlene wanted to ask something. I respecting right, her. Right, right.
2: Right. Um, The question, I'm getting questions on my cell phone. Do you have any pictures of you have any memories of Ed and Isabel? You know,
12: I never did know my grandparents. I I, I often talked to Dorothy. Dorothy always kind of explained them, tell me about them. But I never did get a chance to meet them, baby. And I wish I could have. The only thing I know about them what Dorothy told me, what my sister told me, and Mama. I never did get a chance to meet them.
2: Do you have a description well, of them? I, I heard that Grandpa Ed was, like, real close to seven feet tall, like Uncle Sonny.
7: I, I don't know. Do
12: I to say, he was kind of a tall man, and he always stood with his hips on his hand on his hip and stood back in the, his leg, you know, he leg, you know, his leg, stand back in his leg when he sat up and put his hand on his hip when he'd be talking to you. I remember saying that.
2: And, uh, and nothing and yeah, on. Long, yeah. Oh yeah, so nobody has any kind of pictures. I I get I asked this them. all the time. No I, I don't know I have
12: a I, nobody had a picture. of uh, I don't know why nobody don't have a picture because uh, I never didn't know them, and I'm telling the p- older people down there in uh Texas don't none of them, uh, none 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 of the uh, Uncle Dugan Chair, none of nobody had no picture of Grandpa Lee, none of nobody.
2: I can't seem to find it.
12: I'm like, right. the only one. The only one that still living should have something of them. You know, yeah. We'll keep so mama, some mama, people dad, like to mama hold on. Oh, she gone, all them gone. Ain't nobody got? I can't, you
2: know. Round in I don't know. We're still looking. I, I would imagine that someone has something somewhere in a... Look, I don't remember Mama having
12: it something. But I thought somebody down there, you know, because they were dying there a long after. Mama and Mama left them down there when they were still living and moved up here. But I thought something, you know, Alvarez, somebody that had something of them, you know, it's some old problem, some old boxes probably around right there. They probably got rid of it and sold this stuff out.
1: But I thought maybe somebody would have something... Yeah. Uh, well, let me well, say this. Uh, I, uh, go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say, as of yet, I haven't got a, my hands close. on me. And um,
12: old stuff of papers. Did they give it all the papers and records and things of them when
2: they paid? Did anybody have any old, any old stuff, or anything? I, I'm looking into Good. that. Um it's just kind of a slow process. Yeah. Okay.
10: Then. Let me All switch right.
1: gears here for. Us. Let me switch gears here for a second. I want to, uh, y'all, to uh, if you could, because I had the opportunity to go to the uh, reunion in Dallas, and it was really a nice time seeing everybody. Uh, I, Emma, did you make it to that? Uh, make it? Did you make it to that? I was there. You so, don't remember seeing? <laughs> no, I probably look right at you and just to know you. You know, I had, just my, like hair
12: cross- I had my hair in a, in a I had a hair in the ball and me and Eddie said the same table and my daughter and another lady said, right there when Kevin was Cabin was standing up in the same morning. We said right there was Calvin was standing up in the Sam morning. At that first table we sitting right there. Right. Uh, I
2: had a uh,
12: a leopard uh a set and a in a jacket and I had my hair in a ball, and I was because I was sitting there. I was over there hugging Naomi. Well, you had to it, it, down there at the play where they went to the. What was that? Daddy went to the barbecue. I went, went to everything. everything. To I, I, well, I was standing with, I didn't go with my daughter. I
8: was with my daughter. I sat down there. At,
1: at, 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 we came down there. I bet if I look at the pictures, <laughs> there you are. We just didn't know each other. That's all it was. But I, I will say this. Now that you I you, Addie, I remember, remember
8: seeing
12: you. I saw, I saw. I look at your picture. I said,
7: did I, "Did I see you?" I said,
1: "I don't know." I well, don't listen, let know. me let me let me say this to let me say this to the Addie Douglas Booker side of the family. I just really was impressed. By how many showed up for this reunion? I don't know. I, I've been to quite a few, quite a few reunions, and I don't think I ever seen an overwhelming force of so many. I mean, I did ask myself, were they the only ones invited? Because it was just so many of y'all. But then I started meeting people from all over, everywhere. So then I realized everybody was there. But I just want to say that, too. That I, the, that to say was, that I all, of, all of us wasn't
12: there. Some of us wasn't there. Some of them wasn't there. There was just yeah, some about, of them. Yeah, about half
13: of those. About half of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I know come, on, on, it. on on the Azalee side, I one day called myself numbering uh, the family, and I think it was something like 268 and uh, i don't even think, as is nowhere near the biggest uh uh family branch so i can only imagine what kind of numbers y'all have
12: so this so, is about a hundred something by Calvin make make the, they got the biggest part of it and then we got they children and grandchildren and great-grand and boy i'm saying mama got daughter got about a hundred about almost hundred grandchildren and, and great-grand and uh children and, and, and great-grand great oh lord jesus it's about uh, it's, both,
13: When we get together, it's
12: almost uh, two and a half. Four five generation I, I, love I know it's about. I'm wow. it's uh, it's about a hundred. I mean, you know, then you call Count Do. I, uh, bro, I mean, uh, Bugs' children, and then you call uh Cap, uh, and then you count uh, uh my older brother Chester's children. He got children there, well, and then you got Paul's children, and, and then my children, added their children. Then we got, you know. We got children coming in from, you know, that we didn't know about, you know, on our, uh, you know, <laughs> out there that we, we learned over over the years, you know, that our brothers and things had children, other children. But they're coming in right. together, so we got a lot
7: of, well, so,
2: I mean, a lot majority, of. are these people in Kansas City or, or what state? Most of them in Kansas City. and,
13: and oh,
12: Missouri. All in Missouri, mm-hmm. yeah, most of them in Missouri. No I'm I'm most of here most of mine in Arkansas. I got fourteen here and thirteen great grand here in Arkansas, but I got two in California and all the rest of them here. Let
7: me ask hey, you okay. uh, East Coast, uh,
1: West Coast. Addie, let me ask you something about Addie. Uh actually it's about her husband, uh, Mr Booker. Uh can you just for those they, we know that your name is Emma, uh, and we call you Mickey Booker. And uh, you talked about a little bit about him earlier, but just just anything yeah, you dad, might want us dad, to know.
12: My daddy was a wonderful man, you know. And him and Mama, they loved each other. Then he would they they were clown, but he was scared of Mama. <laughs> he would go out there, you know. They would go they, at that time. They was out in the street, you know go over to the places and things. Saloon and stuff, but they come home, and take care of their children, you know, and everything. And Dad was kind of—he was a good man. He was a quiet man, but like every other man, he ran around. But he took care of home and everything. And he got killed out there. A woman killed him out there. And one night he was, at, you know, in the place sitting there, and he had decided to get out the street and come home. But he went back. Him and his friend went by the place one night. Then they were sitting there, you know, talking. And uh, while well, he was, and the person came to him and asked to talk to him, he told him get out of his face. He don't want to be bothered no more. And the woman came back and stabbed him through the heart. Oh! And, wow! Uh, yeah, because that's what I tell I tell my young people, I tell my wow. nieces, my nephews, my son, and all, that, that, you know, don't take that route messing up out right there. Cause you go out there and mess up some other woman's life and keep her up from everybody, and then you go outside, you go back home to your wife. That woman you mess up her life all them years. You know, and and she didn't, and been able to be with nobody else. Now nobody else want her, and you wouldn't walk off and leave her. She didn't fell in love with you. I said, you better be careful out there, because it, it ain't like it used to be. But that was back in the '50s, right. so it's
1: worse right. than
12: now. But I tell any man, Le- be careful going out there playing around, because the devil's waiting on you.
1: Yeah, so true. Not to not mention, not, like, not, not not to, to mention that
7: uh huh.
1: Not to mention that the scripture says don't do it. But let me ask you this: Where was he from, Mr. Booker? Mr. Booker, Where, where's your ma- Right here in Arkansas.
12: Okay, Thank so
1: you. he's from Arkansas. Okay, As yeah, well. all of so y- y'all right heavy, here. y'all, y'all heavy in Arkansas.
12: There's a lot of them here too.
1: there's a
12: whole lot of them here too.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a whole ooh, a lot of them here too. Like you know. So y'all are heavy in Haiti. And what part of Arkansas again?
12: I'm Little Rock.
1: Little Rock. Those
12: are my okay. Little Rock. I live in Jacksonville, It's about 20 minutes from Little Rock. A small little town,
1: but uh, it's in Arkansas. And Kevin, your daughter lives in, I think, if I remember right, like, Arkansas as well, right?
13: No, Birmingham, Alabama. a suburb. Oh, Alabama. well, Alabama. I keep getting that?
1: I knew it was an A. Some I, I keep getting it wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. well I'm trying. I'm trying. It is. A, it, it's just a lot of family. It's a lot of family, and I, I just can't wait to just uh, like we're doing right now. Meet other branches. We got a, a still to come, family. We still got uh, who's left, our darling. We got Azalee, my uh, my. Uh, uh, as leave one side of the a family That hadn't been interviewed uh, And who else we got We
2: got Uncle Dugan Which is coming up <clears throat> Next
1: oh, week Yeah, Uncle Dugan. <laughs> can't, can't and, yeah and, and folks just so everybody yeah. Know next yeah. week before we Hold on hold on hold on Bef, Just so everybody know before I Forget I, I don't want to get to talking here And forget to do the little host part here Next week I got to say this Next week Next week, we're going to have the Duke side of the family, and I encourage every single one member of Addie Douglas on the line, and there's other members on the line, because I'm telling you, look at these area codes. i got 501-817-248-816. This phone line is still heavy. everybody on the phone line, different parts of the family. Keep doing that because this is not, when we say it's Addie Douglas Booker's time, we don't mean just that side calling. I'm thankful that that's not what's happening. So next week, let's support the Dugans. Let's find out about our cousins on the Dugan side. And then after that, uh, maybe the uh, Sonny Boy, uh, I know we haven't talked to them yet, and that's a wonderful side of the family. got a lot of good history. They got a lot of it. You know, uh, just like any other.
2: Uh, Seth, Uncle Sunnyboy yeah. Boy is the one that took me to Mount Zion. So the first time that I went there, uh, he was the one that took us down. Well, we followed him down there, and he is the one that showed us how to get to the cemetery there. Oh. So I. Oh really. Really?
1: Right, right. He he was yeah.
2: good
12: on that part. Yeah. He's so we, we, got he the, we got we got we we got. got... Grand, he, Grum, he probably knew grand. He probably knew grand. He probably had good grandma and granddad. Somebody older than and probably had some. Somebody gone, ain't it? Right. No. Yes, he is. He died not, not too long ago because he was a late one, I think.
1: Right. He was, but yeah, there's he, several he sides of the family. There's several sides of the family that's coming, and I'm just encouraging the family while I'm thinking about it to so let's keep supporting different sides. Don't just say, "Oh, that's uh, Addie Douglas side." I'm not calling them. That's not no, what happened. No, tonight. no, no. But next one, know everybody. Right, and right, And also, the right. Kennedy, the
2: Kennedy side is gonna
1: um, come in also. Yes, 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 big time. Yes, and when we do them, we probably have to do two or three shows because. You just came in on one show for the Kennedy, But I'm enjoying this exchange, oh, Calvin. I'm enjoying this exchange, Mickey and Darlene. I really, really am. I get the benefit of being the host of this, and I just still get a kick out of hearing what y'all are saying. You know, we're so much alike. I don't know why family bicker and fight so, because we are so much alike. Not just as black people, so called black people, but Uh-oh. just as. Just as just just a little branching and called so a I don't know why we can't candy. get along I don't know why we can't get along And love one another
10: well, We're getting And mm-hmm. I'll
1: tell you one thing That'll help us out The biggest thing that's going to help us out Is our faith And that's the thing, the common thread I'm yeah. seeing Among yeah. families that yeah. do get along You can't yeah. just run out here athe- Atheist or You believe yeah. in God but you're not we, if we,
12: the closer we got get
1: to you God got to, You got
12: to live it baby Right they talk Like about the song that we you just played live, the live the life That you talk right. about mm. Okay babe I'm going to get this phone I, 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 I could got
13: to
1: go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> Well <laughs> alright well, so right. hey, right, tell
13: you. her to push up Put her hand down
1: yeah, don't forget to press one. I'm, I'm, I'm press one. I'm if if folks were on. not ending finna the show, one. I'm finna well, listen one. before you before you run off, Mickey. I just want to say thanks again for coming on the show, doing a good job, taking us down history lane. And I know you got to go, so we'll talk to you later.
12: Okay, love you, take family.
1: care, love you, Darlene. All right, love, um, love you, love you, love too, you Take care. Well,
12: God bless you.
1: God bless you. And I and I and I really mean it. I love hearing older people talk about the way it is and, and just while I got you on the line, Calvin and uh uh Calvin Spanish on the line and Darlene Douglas and myself, Seth Turner. I'm a descendant of Azalee. Uh uh, uh Darlene is uh straight from the line of Ennis buddy Douglas and Calvin is straight from the line of Addie Douglas Booker, who we're talking about tonight. So while we are three are on the line, darling, you still there, right? I'm here. Okay, and Kevin, you still there? Okay, I see your line. Yes, Good. sir. Um, and the phone lines is lit up still. I'm trying to now, know if you anybody mentioned something me about eight.
13: you mentioned something about 816 that sounds like a Kansas City number.
1: Yeah, there's a lot more. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's 205, too. I don't mean I, it's a lot of my myths. I didn't name everybody. 205 oh, is right. Alabama. <laughs> is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we got them on but, the line. And by the way, since y'all are on the phone lines, anybody want to shout out quickly, quickly, quickly? You don't have to talk long. Just come on the line and say hi. Uh, press 1 if you want to. Otherwise, we'll continue with the, some more, a few questions I have, for Calvin, and then we'll wrap this show up. Uh, let's see. I think I see a different hand. Yes, I do Erico eight one six two seven seven. If you're not meaning to ask a question, press one now. okay, I guess you want to ask a question. Erico eight one six two seven seven. Go ahead with your question or comment.
8: Hello, everybody. Hi, family. This is Keandra or Kim. I am the granddaughter of Dorothy Span.
7: Hey, right. baby girl. Hey,
1: Uncle Calvin. <laughs> okay, so who's your... Who, now, you're the granddad, granddaughter of Dorothy Spann. So who's your mom again? Jeanette. Your father? Tommy. My sister. Okay, so you Calvin, Everybody calls my uh, mom
8: me. Denny. That's correct. Okay. Well, welcome. I wanted to say hi to everyone. Thank you. And um, I've got a chance to attend... Uh, the family reunions in Texas, and and I have four children myself.
1: So oh really, you sound young. Beautiful
7: children, beautiful <laughs> like like children.
1: You, like, Thank you. you sound like you like twelve years old with a little young boy. But oh, <laughs> have unfortunately, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, hey, Seth, really see,
13: Yes, sir. Doing the uh, yes. the the banquet at the family reunion. She was the one that that announced me to uh to come up.
7: Oh, okay, oh. okay. Hi, Darlene. How are you? Yes.
8: I know I'm who good. you are.
2: <laughs> we we kinda spoke today
1: yesterday. We sure
8: did. Oh, okay.
1: Thank you for that, Kevin. Now I know you're talking about. Okay. I just wanted well, to say you. I really well, let me ask you a question while we got you on the line. What did you glean from what you heard? Anything? Did you learn anything about your uh, uncle or uh, aunt? Uh, talk to me.
8: I, I actually have. You know, even at the age now where I am, I was thankful that my, my kids got a chance to know my grandmother, but I'm always sharing with them things that I'm learning, but I actually learned a lot, just stories that I can remember, um, learning a lot of the the family line, because sometimes you kind of don't know, you know, where it started, and who is married to who and, you know, their children and um, just listening to how important our family always, we always, you know, show how important God is in our lives and knowing about the Hearing the the health importance of for our family and and just uh, when you were discussing about identity theft, um, I think all of that yeah. stuff is informative yeah. and and you know sharing stories of of um, how how you know Aunt Mickey growing up you know the things because a lot of that we don't get a chance to learn and know unless we hear it from our older family members. So I'm I'm thankful for it because I get to share it with my children, you know,
1: stories. Because if you don't learn your history you can't tell it. Absolutely. So let me ask you something, being a younger parent, you heard us kinda really coming down a little strong on the younger parents. What did you glean from any of the things we said? I mean, um uh, Cause I get this all the time. You, you older people, y'all think we just hopeless and, you know, what, what did you glean? Any, if anything, from the interview about young parenting? Uh, did you think, uh, you think we're a little too strict, or you like the old-fashioned ways, or, you know, what did you, th- what do you think?
8: I think I've always, always a firm believer of old-fashioned. I'm old-fashioned with my children, even though I'm younger. And the difference is that you have more crimes, you have more discipline problems going on because we don't use the old ways. I'm a firm believer. Uh-oh, of uh-oh,
1: discipline. uh-oh, I like that, I like that. Y'all heard us.
8: And, you know, most people think, oh, it doesn't take all that. You don't have to do all that. Well, that's why our crime rate is high. That's why we have more people in jail. That's why we have more uneducated people. That's why we don't pray in the schools.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're <laughs> trying to preach there. You're trying to preach there. Yeah, that's
13: right. Well, it, coming, from young, <laughs> coming from young folks, Seth. Uh... <laughs>
8: so the, yep, the difference I is if that. you're... It's right. And if you're saying that, you're using an excuse to me. A lot of the younger people don't parent, and that's the problem. Wow. So they use wow. it as, as, as times to to to, uh, you know. I'm not my kids' friends. I love them. Oh, I'm you're the not. Mother.
1: You're not. Interesting. Because no. I, you know what, I'm, I'm not I'm, your friend. I mean, I'm not. I want to say this real quick and, I, and then we'll we'll let you go. I just I don't want to hold you, but I hear a lot of people rebuke that. They say, "No, you got to be friends with your kids. You can't just be a, a just a ruler or what is it? A, a disciplinarian is what they say. Can't be a disciplinarian all the time. Now, I know you got to love your kids and be sensitive and, and be understanding and all of that. I understand that, but I personally have issues with this whole friendship thing, but I have a lot of people, even my age some of my age they say, Oh no, you gotta be friends with your with your with your kids As man, you just can't be a parent, you gotta be kids you got i mean what do y'all think of that i got i' I'm, I'm open to, I'm open to all of y'all <laughs> what do y'all think of that?
8: Well, well like, I'll say uh, this
1: and then uh, I'll let someone
8: else speak in in my opinion, if you're being their friend that means you cross the lines with them. So how do you expect them to follow you when you're trying to teach them something correct and then you lose re- you you lose the respect because they can't separate the relationship. Your friend is gonna go out and do things with you that they shouldn't. They're gonna tell you what you wanna hear. I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear. Uh-oh. Yeah, she got she got onto something. Yes, she is. And I'll let someone else speak. But I love well, our
13: family. Kim is Kim is right on point with that too, because what what I've seen, and I I I never was friends with, with with my kids either. You know, I was always a disciplinarian, but it was kind of like with tough love, so to speak. Because okay, what I've what I've witnessed. and and other uh, family relationships that uh, become the kid's friends. When the kid loses respect for you, then they see you as their friend. So when they get angry, they're going to get angry at you as if you were their friend. They might cuss you out or they might pick up a bat and hit you in the head because you made me mad. You're not my mother anymore. I don't have no respect for you. You're just my friend. Or they'll say, oh, you're just my friend. Well, you don't know nothing. So like Kim was saying, you crossed the line. So then it's kind of hard for the kid to differentiate the difference between, are oh, you my friend? or you going to be my friend today, but tomorrow you want to be my mother? So what, what? where am I? And they get confused. So no. Hey, that's my opinion. Somebody else might have a different opinion.
4: But a lot, lot, lot of folks have
13: that line. What what you think, darling?
2: I agree with her 100 percent because you know, growing up, you know, with my mom, you know, we wasn't bad kids. We didn't get a whole lot of whoopings, but it's just that look, and you knew that <laughs>
13: you need to straighten that up. That look,
1: the look. I like yeah, that. that. My my mother used to give it to us from the choir stand. The look. You're right.
13: Oh yeah, we've, we've we've gotten that look. Everybody gotten that look. <laughs> and it touches well, you listen.
1: too. <laughs> Kim, right? Did I get the name right, Kim? Yes. Kim, listen, thank you for calling the show oh. and uh asking the oh. question, making your comments and I hope that some younger parents and some of us older folks can learn something from what you said, all right? But do you have okay. any last minute comments or questions for I put you or uh, for I meet oh. your
8: Just thanking uh, everyone for even having the chat line and the blogs and the Facebook pages um, just so we can all always stay connected. And I think that's such a good thing for all ages, and we just appreciate everyone taking the time to even get everything together for us.
1: Well, thank you again for coming on and supporting. When y'all ask questions, <laughs> you you know, we won't know. You might be on the phone lines and that's good. We appreciate that. But we don't know what you're thinking until you come on and do as you did. I appreciate that, all right?
8: Okay, no problem. Have a good night. Love everybody. All right, baby all girl. Right. That was good.
1: Good, night. good night. Okay, folks. Uh yeah. Addie Douglas Booker's side of the family has spoken very strongly. I um I really enjoyed this whole whole thing especially those pictures. I think y'all produce more pictures than anybody but it's really not the amount of numbers or nothing like that. It's just the quality of the pictures and, and everything is documented because the previous uh family groups did did well as, as just as good. I don't wanna make it a competition thing. I just it's just me and my talking. I like to just highlight what's good about something. uh, But y'all did a wonderful job getting the pictures to us. Um, I was able to package them. I'm going to start doing that with all the pictures, just make one post with a lot of pictures versus, uh, you know, one picture, one picture, one picture, just better. Um, um, Also, you can read the the, the Ed and Isabel page a little better. But I'm just thankful that Dosha uh, side came on and did their thing. And, and of course, we can't forget the very first show, uh, which is, you know, believe it or not, we haven't reached those numbers that we have had for the first show, and probably because it's the first, I don't know, but we've done really, really well for a family blog. I would love to blog talk to kind of rate us, because I don't think no family, there probably even one out there, but if there is, I guarantee they'll have these kind of numbers. So I'm thankful, 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 more so about the numbers. The numbers just mean people are listening. you got to have numbers that tell you you're relevant, that tell you people listening. And if they're listening, you can help them. You can't help them unless you are relevant. So that's why I talk so much about the numbers and, and going into the archives and listening to these shows and so forth. So I would encourage everybody to continue to tell the family, um, go to, go to Facebook when y'all see us put these uh links out there and and, and 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 spread it to at least four people. We ask family you do that. We don't ask for no money. We ain't asking you to come work somewhere. All we ask you to do is just simply share this link to our shows at least four times. What is that to ask a family, right, Kevin?
13: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right, darling? Chef,
13: well, I got I I got I got one of the- question for you uh okay. when you mentioned about the um the folders for the photos where say for yes. instance if 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 say at least uh had a photo folder and where we could have more pictures downloaded and stuff right, like that right. are you still trying to get that together I think that's a great oh, idea
1: yeah oh yeah that's 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 a great that yes sir. I'll just, you know, we, me and darling, is pretty much the engine behind this whole blog. And there's a lot of things to do, but no, I'm working on Photo but I got a little note right in front of me right now that's reminding me to finish it up. We got, I don't want to tell everybody because I, w- I want certain people to know the password because somebody could go off in there. and I don't think nobody's going to do this, but the danger of giving a password out to everybody, somebody could say, I want to go in there and wipe out all of y'all photos. All, so we want to. Put the pictures. Everybody, put their pictures on the Ed Israel page, and then Darlene and I, and maybe whoever want to volunteer, will move the pictures in the appropriate uh, folders. Okay. If you have uh, two different people in a photo from two different branches, you just have to put the photo on two different places. And uh, yeah, but we already, to be very honest with you, I already have the photos of Ennis. As the lead, I have their names, but now I'm going through breaking the folder down one more level. Okay, their children. Like I already have uh, 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 a Dorothy Span folder, but I don't have all of her kids' folder. I don't, you know, I don't know everybody like that. So y'all, have to go in, and I'll give you a password. And I'm telling you, when this thing get up, you'll see. You'll see. We kind of played with it on our side of the family. And it's really interesting. We have over 500 photos, and it's really nice. That way, when somebody comes on the phone line, Calvin and Darlene, when they come on this blog and they say, like Kim said, this is my mother and who her, then you can literally, while she's talking, go to the photo bucket, and I don't even think you have to sign on. But once you get it set up, if you can make it, to make it it make it public, it's just they can't change nothing. But they can look. They click right, on right. Ed Ed and Isabel. Then they click on Addie, Then they click on Dorothy Span. Then they click on then there, there she is. We can see her. Mm-hmm. And that's my right. goal. So we're gonna get that going. Maybe next week Kevin will have it up and ready. I'm gonna try hard. Um so thank you for reminding me to do that. But uh I, I thank God I know it was him that gave me that idea a long time ago, and uh, maybe we'll be able to use it a little better than we did on this side of the family.
10: Okay. Well, Great listen, stuff. I'm going to
1: wrap the show up. Any last words, Kevin? I'm so, I'm so thankful you came on to co-host with us. Any last words? Uh, Darlene, anything?
13: Uh, la- Ladies first, as always.
7: <laughs> <And clears throat>
2: you know, I I- Darlene,
13: you know I always put you on the spot, so.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say that I have truly enjoyed this spotlight on Ain't Addie because you know, I look at you all and you all show up as they say, show up and show out. Um it's great seeing the family like that. I, I think I
1: counted did you have like seven sisters there? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that was a trip. Well wait a second. Darlene, i got to jump in here. You know what? After all this time talking to you, Kevin, having went to the reunion, me and Darlene have been talking, talking lots about this blog. I don't know why I did not know you have that many sisters. When you took the one photo that's inside, and those of you listening to this uh, show after the hours tomorrow, next year, next two years, on this show link, there is a slideshow of everybody that was on this show tonight should be everybody that was on the show tonight. You can see kevin in this pose with his sisters. It is a trip. <laughs> he had like seven <laughs> sisters. My is it goodness. Yeah, no, it was
13: eight. It was eight in that in that slide in that in that shot.
1: Okay. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what kind of? Yep. Wait a second. I got I got to my, wrap my mind on this. When I, when I first saw it, I was like, wait a minute. What kind of guy would I be if I had eight sisters? I mean, let, you
13: let must be—you got. Let me let me, make you, me, you
1: most me say Because they got to be counseling you. <laughs> let, let, let me
13: let me let me let me say this right quick, Seth. I, I was all of my sisters. I love all of my sisters. They they each have their own separate personalities, and I love them dearly. And we've always been close. I've been close to my sisters ever since I was a little boy, kid. I've learned so much from them in terms of how to treat a woman. And I was close to my mother, too, so how to treat women. Uh, I had some great teachers, man, and they still teach it to me. So my, like my wife and I, you know, we are, we are also bonded very close because a woman's reflection of a man if you if if you love her to the point of madness it'll reflect in her that's what i could say that i give back to my wife because of all the teachers that i've had in my life and my sisters
1: wow yes yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I saw that and I was like, oh my goodness, he got to tell me about that. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I knew you it, would say something along those lines.
13: Oh, yeah, it made me a better man, no doubt, because uh, I love all my sisters. And I got like,
5: hey, hey
13: let me, and, and then I got maybe what, 60 uh, nieces and great nieces. So. <laughs> The love, the love continue to go, it's infinity, and I love them just as well, and they love me because I'm the favorite I can say that no, I won't, no, I won't, and not me, I am the favorite, and blog that they'll be blogging that, and you'll be sending it on Facebooks they're gonna be saying he was right
1: <laughs> okay. I want to cause no family a feud here.
13: No, I ain't gonna be you no. Know, we got too much love. Love comes with
1: all. Well, well, listen. I just had to. I had to bring it up. I just had to bring it up. But listen, uh, darling, go ahead with what you're saying. Let me interrupt you, but I didn't want to forget that. Well,
2: no, that's. the uh, You know, I just enjoy hearing about a and Addie's descendants because, like I say, they they took my sister and I in in 2007, and we was just family. You know, and it felt That's good right. to be a, um a mom, someone that you didn't really know, but your family, and, and we just felt very
1: comfortable with that.
7: Oh yeah, wow. absolutely. Wow.
1: Well, listen, family, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and as as I try to do my first song and my last song is always the most meaningful. Thing I do on the show as far as what I do I'm not speaking of the interview today or some of the clips But I put a lot into thinking the first and last song So I want the family to really check out this last song I'll play this last little clip But in the meantime, I am just, again, thankful for Calvin and Darling For, for um, their contribution tonight And the one and only, Mickey uh, Now we know why everybody call him Mickey <laughs> you learn so much from these blogs. <laughs> you learn so much. You learn so much. You know, I tell you. She had a lot more. I could. I could tell that she, she could go another hour really if she. Oh was yeah. Behind, oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. I oh, can yeah. just tell. I can just tell. And and then, folks, family, before we hang up and play this last powerful song. And I want y'all to listen to the words of this song. I want y'all to really listen to the words of this song. I mean, it it ain't just a song. This is my heart's cry for this family to be able to sing this song and mean it. Uh, Just a little hint. I have played it before, though. Um, But uh,
2: hey, go ahead. We want to thank you also because you put a lot of time and effort in this. And, you know, we want to give you your praise also. I appreciate all your help.
1: Hmm. Well, okay. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And uh, you know, I, I like some people say, well, I will say it too. All glory be to God. All glory be to God. And I say it only because I didn't think of this on my own. I mean, I've been doing these blogs and I, yes, we did a blog before, but I saw the Ed and Isabel page. What really started actually was probably Verna May, my aunt, you know, having the reunion in the first place and seeing all those beautiful people from Haiti hey, and all over and and just that longing like Kevin talked about when he was a kid. He said, I'm going to go and find out my relatives. Well, I didn't tell him, but I kind of felt that too. And I think we ain't the only ones. A lot of our relatives want to know about other relatives. <laughs> it's just some you just right, want to right. do. If, if nothing else, is just to look at them and go, ooh, you ugly. <laughs> just to look at them and say oh uh, oh you're nice looking uh, oh my family is, is 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 got a bunch of just want to know how they look no matter how uh, good or bad but just so happens we are a good looking family i really mean it ain't Robin, oh, yeah. it's
13: right right oh, yeah. when she
1: said that at the reunion and that's not discriminating but we really are a very nice looking family so
13: absolutely but i still absolutely. wanted to know who
1: they are how they think do they have some of the same challenges we have and and going to the reunion, I was able to answer a lot of those questions. This blog, we really can see we are so much alike. So my heart's cry was, I was like, God, how can we the, – the Ed and Isabel page was wonderful. I mean, can you imagine uh, the Dugan side? they was posting. Robin was posting. And then Addie, you know, y'all kind of came along a little later, but there was some posts by Addie's side. And I was like, okay, oh, there's some nice – Oh, look at this, you know, and uh, it was really, it just kind of blew up. So I, I, I began to think, wait a minute, I've done blogs. Why don't we do another blog? Let's try it again. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, that's too, it's too much. For the whole family? uh uh-uh. So I kind of pushed out my mind and I got, kept thinking about it. So that's what basically happened to make the long story show up. Anyway, I'm so glad we was able to do it, but I honestly, honestly believe that the father put it in me. Yes, it was me that, that said it and pushed it but I honestly think thoughts our thoughts not always our own. I know we it comes through our head but it's not always influenced by us and I don't think this thought nor the Ed Isabel Page nor even the reunion uh, Darlene was talking about how she had talked to uh, Brother May about having a reunion in Dallas, and that's how that came about. I don't think that thought was from uh, Darlene. No, no,
2: this is what happened. We went to a reunion in Atlanta, the Book of Freeman reunion in Atlanta. So after the reunion, <clears throat> they was trying to decide when a reunion was going to be held the next two years. And Calvin, you know this is true, he looked straight at me, and my sister Janice, like, we want to come to Texas.
7: <laughs> I think I said that. <laughs>
2: yeah, you said it. And I said, well, I hold on. And I stepped out and I called Verna May because me, myself, I could not have done what she did because she had all the connections and everything. So she was a lifesaver. So when I oh, yeah. told her, she said, go for it. And that's what we
1: did hmm Well, folks, we're gonna wrap the show up. I uh, <laughs> we had a few people uh uh well I just wanna say to y'all thanks again. And uh uh were you I want you to finish your last words, I want Kevin to have the last words and then we'll wrap it up. But now we know how the reunion started. But as Darlie if you can read between the lines of what she just said, really and truly I think the father was behind it. I know she thought of it. Calvin said, you know, but really look at the bigger picture. The way you know something's got or not is look at the result. If we stop oh, these yeah, shows yeah. today, if we stop the show right today, and I, and I made an announcement I can't do them no more right now, already most of the people on the Ed and Isabel page know who Ed and Isabel is. They know who Ennis mm-hmm. Buddy Douglas is. They're going to know. I mean, well, they may not know who as it is because we'll if we if we have to just I'm just hypothetically speaking. If we have to stop the show. Already they know family. And they are talking on Facebook. I got people liking some of my pictures and photos. They're looking at it, clicking and looking at my family. They know who I am. Same thing with me and, and your daughter uh Calvin and I see you on Facebook beautiful family. I saw the, the thing where she posted about her son in the choir. I mean we're getting to know each other the low ring and the dough ring. We I mean we are already successful. We are oh, yeah. already successful. So we can only get better. So I look forward to Azalee. I look forward to Dugan. I look forward to Sonny Boy for sure. And I think it's going to be a blast. So listen, having said that, I want, uh, darling, if you don't mind, finish your last words. And Kevin, I want to hear what your last words will be. And we're going to go ahead and play this, this final song and be out.
13: Okay.
2: Okay. Darling. Um, yes, I'm here. I really appreciate everything, everybody coming on. And like um, like we all are saying, it was a God-given thing. So um, I'm just happy to be in the midst of this family.
13: Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, to kind of piggyback off of that, too, is that um, what... Some of the, some of the stuff that I talked about tonight is that structurally we we had a pretty structural uh, foundation with, with with a lot of love and strength and beliefs and because we as a as a whole we came together how did we we looked at how can we all come together and I still use this this day even in my community how we we kind of come together to strengthen our neighborhoods as a whole. And what we did is that, and this is my own thought, is that we kind of stood on each other's shoulders. Because after a while, you realize that no one achieves success on their own. And sometimes you have to remember those who, along the way, who help you so you can give praise and, glory to them and hopefully they could pass that on to the, the next generation because as you saw when you spoke with Kim uh, he, any any of the the younger folks on the Addy side you know you could speak to them and they could give you the same uh, scenario that Kim gave you tonight because they structurally sound
1: okay I like that I like that. That's a testimony right there. And y'all should give God the most high glory for that. That's not something to take yes, lightly, sir. what you just uttered, what you just uttered. It's not something to take lightly. Well, family, there you have it. Another wrap. I was so glad. No technical difficulties, no drop lines. Um, we did very well. I thank God for that. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Kevin, thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and meet your line, Kevin. And darling, thank, you too. thank y'all so and, much. And Garley, thank y'all so much.
13: thank you. And, uh, be blessed and stay well. All right,
1: Thank we, you. Will, we will. We will do that. Now I'm going to meet your lines and play this last song, folks. It's by the whinings, but the the message is is just so relevant to what we are trying to accomplish. In the end, with spirits having a relationship in the body, and our flesh and blood can only help us so much. Yes, family will fail you because they're human beings. So we have to look at a higher power. We have to look at a higher purpose. And uh, I mean this. This is not just no cliche. I'm not just talking. We have to uh, 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 remember that. And so this song is just to remind us um, the bigger picture. Okay, so check this out. It's by The Whining, And just in case you want a copy of it, it's called We May Never Know. And he's, they're talking about our life and how we touch people, and you just never know who you're reaching by your good deeds. Good night. I love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it.
8: Staples guy, I just got to town, and I need a presentation printed for a big meeting tomorrow. Well, Staples has everything you need to print, scan, and fax. Great. i oh, just got a text. The home office made changes to the presentation.
4: No problem. You can access your files from a USB, email, or the cloud.
8: And the meeting isn't tomorrow. Now it's today. Our
4: machines are self-service, so there's no waiting.
8: And it's not here. Now it's in Ebensburg?
4: I hear it's lovely this time of year.
10: Print,
6: scan, fax, and copy at Staples, your office away from home.